KISS 92.5 Studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Hi, this is the Roz and Mocha Show. Who's this? Tracy. What's going on? Uh, not much. I was wondering if you guys could play five and seven. Oh, you like oh. that game? Hell yeah. What's your favorite part about that game? Um, I just, like, I have a friend in the UK and, um, he can't listen to the show, so I put your co- podcast on when I'm FaceTiming him. Why can't he just listen to the podcast? Because apparently it says it's not available in his country or something. Oh, really? Really? So, hold on. So the Raza Mocha Show podcast is like Canada exclusive? No. I think so. No. no it's got to be worldwide. No. Yeah, we have people who listen to the show like elsewhere, that, that outside on, of Canada. It has to be. Wait a minute. What Do you know what device your, your friend is using? Uh, iPhone. So tell them to go into like the app store or whatever and change their country code to Canada, download all the episodes of the podcast, and then switch it back to wherever, Great Britain or whatever, yeah. so that they can continue on with their regular but Apple al- life. But also Spotify and Google yeah. Play. Like There's a million different places to get the podcast. I didn't know you guys were on Spotify. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, for a while now. Doing it on what do you think? A couple of jabronis over here? No. Oh. All right. Well, so two things. Number one, go tell your friend that he can get the Roz and Mocha Show podcast pretty much everywhere. Okay. Number two, give us a couple of minutes. We'll get set up and we're going to play five and seven for you, okay? Thank you. Okay. All right. Take care. Love you. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Let's go through some more Apple reviews that we've received lately, Roz. Mm-hmm. And everyone has been giving us five-star ratings, which we love and appreciate. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, So again, if you are on iOS and you have not yet given a rating and or review, feel free to do so. And uh, we'll try to read as many as we can on uh, all the episodes of our podcast. This one from Crystal Wang. It says, hey, Roz and Mocha, I've been listening to your podcast for the last five years, but since changing to a new job, it's been really hard to get a chance to listen to the radio anymore due to commuting. It wasn't until last month I found out that you guys had a podcast. Oh, I guess she meant she's been listening to the radio show in Toronto for five years. So she found out uh, last month that we have the podcast now, and she said she was stoked. I now listen to the podcast on my commute to and from work, and I even got my boyfriend in Florida... To start listening as well. Just the other morning, he texted me, quote, Oh, yeah, it's Monday. I'm so pumped for the podcast, end quote. (laughs) We find you guys so funny and entertaining. Thank you for creating another activity we can enjoy together. Also, Roz is my favorite, and he loves Mocha. I assume... Her boyfriend. No, 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 no. Oh. She means that you truly do love oh, me. Oh, no, that's not what she meant at all. I'm pretty sure it's not. Nah, it's not. Uh, Brand123Mama of Two wrote, Oh, the subject line is smooth, cool woman number one. Oh, here we go. Recently, my mom passed from cancer. There's been days that this podcast is the only reason I've smiled. I want to thank you for making me laugh and smile during such a hard time in my life. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. So, uh, Brand123Mama of Two 
we are sending you an infinite amount of love. Thank you, and uh, shout out to your entire family. Uh, Bree Tang writes the subject line, who needs a therapist? Also gave us five stars. Listening to these guys in the car is all you need. Endless laughs, real life talks, exactly when you need to hear them. Absolutely everything you could want in a podcast. And we will end on this one. Bobby Down the Legend 23 (laughs) wrote five words only. Okay, here we go. Mocha is the best obviously. Oh. Also gave five stars. So feel free to leave a rating and or review on Apple Podcasts and we'll try to read as many of them as we can uh, on every single episode of the podcast. And of course, right before we do Ask Roz and Mocha, which is coming up later on in today's podcast. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Here we go, huh? This is five in seven. Yes. A Roz and Mocha original game. If this is your first time hearing 5 and 7, here's how we play. Very simple. Hello, Dammit Mori. Hi. We will ask Dammit Mori to name five things. He has seven seconds to name those five things. My heart is a-pounding. Mocha will be the official judge and timekeeper. Dammit Mori, are you ready? Yeah. Mori. Yes. Name five dead presidents. Abraham Lincoln. Um, Ronald Reagan. Um, <laughs> it's not uh, Jacques, uh, <laughs> Jacques Cousteau. Jacques Cousteau. <laughs> he was. He was. He like, was the, the twentieth. I right? believe he was. Or yes. nineteen. I yeah, think. I believe. Yeah, he was right after Roosevelt. <laughs> Maybe Cousteau. Truman and Cousteau. Was it? Did it go? <laughs> I think I don't know. I don't I may, remember. I may, I, may, I may have to check Wikipedia for that. I think, no, I, th- I think it went Coolidge, Cousteau, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, okay. Uh, there's an infinite amount of dead presidents, by the way. Damn, All of them. All okay. of them. Okay, cool. Can you name five presidents? Okay, um, Barack Obama. Yeah. N- Niall Gore. Niall Gore <laughs> or some, something Gore. Niall Gore. Uh, Abraham was he, Lincoln. Was he after? Hey, hold on here. Who's, Jacques Cousteau. Who's Niall Gore? No, is it Niles? Niles Gore. <laughs> who's Niles Gore? Or was he vice president? Al Gore. Yes. Okay, so the answer is no. You cannot name five presidents. <laughs> okay, uh, damn it, Maury. Name five card games. Okay, card games. Um, uh, go fish. Um, solitaire. Um, what do you call it there? Um, the one with the cards. Uh, uh, <laughs> you just say the one with the cards. Yeah. <laughs> All your answers have to include cards. <laughs> Bro, what about blackjack? I was going to say cards against humanity. What about crazy eights? I would have given you cards against. Oh, humanity. go fish. You said go fish. You said that, that was the first one, one you okay. said. <laughs> what about poker? Uh, that too. Yeah. Okay. Cool. The one with what, is that? The one with twenty-one? No, that's no. blackjack. <laughs> Oh, damn it, Maury. Yeah. Name five famous Jennifers. Jennifer Aniston, Jennifer Coolidge, Jennifer um, Lowe, J. J. Lowe, um, the one that's in Hunger Games, uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, loser. <laughs> Did you just say Jennifer Lowe, J. Lowe? <laughs> you mean Jennifer Lopez? Yeah. Jennifer Lowe. Jennifer Lowe, a.k.a. J. Lowe. Uh, Jennifer Lowe. Uh, I believe uh, Jennifer Lawrence is who you were thinking of. I said it. Uh, Jennifer Jason Lee would have given you that. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Lots of Jennifers. Maury, mm-hmm. name five provinces east of Ontario. East. Um, 
to the right. Thank you. <laughs> Prince Edward Island. Done. Uh, Loser. <laughs> what else is out there? What's east of us? If you get on the 401 and start driving east, what do you hit first? Okay, so, um, Hamilton, like, I, I, once you leave Ontario. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bro, you okay. about to say Hamilton? Okay, okay, if you get on, okay. <laughs> if you get on the highway, right? Okay, if you get on but, the highway and you the start... the problem is if you go east, it then curves around Niagara Falls and you end up going west. Okay, if you get on the highway, 401, yeah. okay, and you start driving east, mm-hmm. east on the 401, what do you eventually hit? PEI? Ev- well, eventually? eventually, I guess, maybe. So what do you, what do you hit first? East. East. Like I'm looking at the map. E- yeah. Yes. And you e- said to the right. Yes. What province do you hit first once you leave Ontario to the east? You know, I don't know. No. I think. <laughs> How do you not know that? But I was told it's okay to say I don't know. Yeah. It is okay to say, but I don't know if it's, if it's okay to not know that. What about Quebec? Because I feel like that's the other way. Which way? West. West. You think Quebec's in the West? Is it? Okay. <laughs> Again. Loser. Can we do one more? No yes, Maury. Come on, man. I'm like, I'm fighting for you. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah, get, yeah, yeah. get Quebec out of your mind. Get PEI out of your mind. Get Newfoundland out of your mind. Get New Brunswick out of your mind. Get Nova Scotia out of your mind. Mm-hmm. All East. Oh, you said them. Damn it, more. Yeah. <laughs> Name five desserts. Okay. Uh, Sunday, ice cream, gelato, cookies, pie. Yeah! Yay! Oh! Oh! <laughs> For the first time ever in the oh! history. Can I just say, can I just what? say, I got a sense that Maury needed a win, okay? Right? Oh, my God. For the first time. <laughs> Yeah. Without using it as an example, Maury is a winner. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. We have to <laughs> settle some controversy here. So we play a game on this show called Five and Seven, and it's very simple. We ask Damon Maury to name five things. Damon Maury has seven seconds to name those five things. Historically, when we do this, Damon Maury is terrible at it. Anybody who's ever listened to this show. It's a very difficult game, actually, if you even want to play it at home. Uh, But Maury pulled out one of his only wins this morning. And the question was, damn it, Maury, name five desserts in seven seconds. Here's what went down. Damn it, Maury. (laughs) Name five desserts. Okay. Uh, Sunday, ice cream, gelato, cookies, pie. (laughs) And immediately... We were inundated with fans of this show who call shenanigans on Maury's win. What? That's five. I count it right now in my hand. Specifically, one text at 925555. Oh, just one? No, no, no. No, no. One of many. But this one specifically. But aren't Sundays and ice cream the same thing? Okay, now hold on. Let me defend myself here. Words just come out of my mouth, but now allow me to defend this. Okay. A Sunday has specific toppings, and ice cream could literally just be ice cream in a bowl. But, but what is but the what base if- of a Sunday? Oh, thousand percent ice cream. But then is a banana split? Would you consider that ice cream too? But if I ordered ice cream with butterscotch sauce on it, what's that? Then it's a, is it a, or is a Sunday the dish it's in? 
Like it has nope. to be in a specific Sunday dish. No, they're just both ice cream. So did I not win? No, I don't no. think you did. Oh, come on. I got it. I got the horn. I don't know. I don't. I got the horn and every. I think I'm going to cry. Yeah. yeah, no. I'm sorry, Maury. But, uh. Bird loser. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Transat flies to six destinations in Cuba, and uh, this is one of the places that you went to with your family, Roz. Yeah, we did the Cuba. Last year, right? Yeah, we did it over the, in between Christmas and New Year's, we did the Cuba trip. Oh, perfect time to go. Yeah, because it, exactly, it was the perfect time to go. I think we left Boxing Day, and it was the perfect run of time, and it's just that little window in the winter when everything else is just so chaotic with family and the holidays and everything else. To get away in that span between Christmas and New Year's is, is what fixed everything. Everything. Yeah. It got me through the rest of the winter. We did, what did we do? We did Veradero with a day trip into Havana. And the day trip into Havana, I had never done that before. And it was so beautiful. And Veradero is one of those, uh, one of the six destinations in Cuba that Air Transat flies to. My favorite thing when uh, hitting up somewhere like super, super hot is mm-hmm. definitely checking out the beaches. And the beaches in Cuba are just stunning. Yeah. Uh, Cayo Coco on the list as well. Cayo Santa Maria on the list. Uh, Hogin, uh, Cayo Largo is on the list. Like so many places to go and your options are literally endless. So check out the list. Go to transat.com to see all the things available for you uh, when visiting Cuba. And of course, to book your trip right now. There we go. Let's take a phone call. Yeah. Hey, it's Ron Zamoka. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. What's your name? Bonnie. Roz, Bonnie just texted this. I have the funniest joke to tell and it hasn't disappointed yet. Call or forever wonder. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, Bonnie, there's no way we couldn't call you. What is this funniest joke that you have for us? This gentleman is trying to find his future wife. So he has three women he can choose from. He gives $10 to each woman. The first woman takes the $10 and spends it all on herself. Mm. The second woman takes $5 and gives $5 back. The third woman spends all the $10 on him. Who does the gentleman choose? Oh, so this is more of a riddle. riddle. It's not Not a a joke. Yeah, not a joke. Well, it's both. No, it's not. This This is is a riddle. It's a riddle. No, but it's funny in the end. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) There's your your punchline for your wedding joke. So the first woman he gave 10 bucks to spent it on herself. The second one took $5, gave it back to him. She kept the other five. And then the third woman took the 10 bucks and just gave it back to him. Yeah. I'm going to say he picked the second woman, the woman that shared the money with him. Okay, and Roz? Okay, so hold on here. Say it again. What do we know for sure? We know that he has an option of three women. No, no, What? hold on here. Say say it out again. Say it one more time. Okay, a gentleman is trying to find his future wife. Okay, pause. He has to choose. Wait, pause, 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 pause. A gentleman. (laughs) A gentleman is trying to find his future Future wife. wife. So we know that for sure, that a guy's looking for his future wife. Okay. And you said what? He has to choose, right? Yep, he has to choose between his three women. Has to choose between between these three women. Okay, yeah. He gives $10 to each woman yeah. to see what they'll do with it. The right. first woman spends all the money on herself. Okay, right. so that 10 bucks is gone. Yeah. Yeah. The second woman spends $5 on herself, gives $5 back to the man. Okay. Okay. The third woman gives all the money back to him. And which woman does he choose is the question, right? Yeah. It's a lot simpler. 
simpler than you think, really. Okay, I'm going to say the woman that spent it all on herself because then he's up $15 from the other two. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. He chooses the one with the biggest Oh. <laughs> Bonnie, you're right. That is funny. I told you it was a lot simpler. <laughs> Who taught you that joke, Bonnie? <laughs> a friend of mine, so I kind of oh, stole his Oh, God. Stuff. Yeah. You need new friends, girl. <laughs> Mori more literally just walked out of the room. <laughs> Love you lots, Bonnie. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye, guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Did you go in the pool yesterday? You no. Know, the plan yeah. was to take a dip when I got Mocha, home. Mocha got a new house and he bought a pool. It's so a, on and a day, it's like, like a big pool. It's like a grotto at the Playboy Mansion. It's got like a waterfall and like it's real sexy. And I don't swim. No, you don't. That's the that's the irony. I don't know how to swim. Yeah. I'm gonna take lessons though. So I just chill in the shallow end. Like on the steps? Sit on the steps, yeah. sure. So yesterday, <laughs> the plan, as soon as I got home, because it was 36 degrees, yeah. was to hop in the pool. Right. But then I had, I was starving. So when I went in the kitchen, I was like, mm, what do we have in the fridge? And I had leftover fried chicken with mac and cheese. Oh, jeez. So I sat down and I had that for lunch. And then passed out. Yeah, you're not going to the pool with that. <laughs> passed out on the couch. Yeah, right man. And if you wear a t-shirt while you swim because you're ashamed of your body without eating mac and cheese, you'd be wearing a sweater. <laughs> like, you got to go find a turtleneck before you go in the pool after eating mac and Does cheese. Does the rule and... still apply that you have to wait an hour before eating? Or no. False? Well, no, it, I mean, you, you need to let your food digest and you don't want to get a cramp and you don't want, like, anything else. Yeah, I mean, else. that's if but, you're, like, going I, in and you're really, like, like, swimming, swimming. I grew up thinking like that. When, when you tell kids that you gotta wait a half hour after you eat. It's like nobody explains what will happen if you do swim, right? Like, will you throw up? Maybe, because nobody wants somebody to throw up in the pool. No. So maybe you just tell kids, maybe you might puke. But also, like, I grew up thinking that that rule was there, but no explanation as to why that rule existed. Like, if I, was I gonna seize up and then just sink to the bottom? Like, nobody told you what happened. Or what you have to do to get that, because, like, if you're just standing in the pool or floating around, I think you're fine. I think mean, it's if you're doing laps. No, but still, nobody told you. The problem yeah. with that premise was, nobody told you the consequences of swimming. They just said you have to wait, and when you're a kid, and somebody tells you to not do something, the, first, the only thing you want to do is to test the theory as to why you're not supposed to do that thing. But I never knew why I no, had to wait a half answer, hour. Always from my mom, even when she, like when she didn't know it, like the actual answer, she yeah. was like, just because. Beca yeah, well, that's <laughs> not because. an answer. But mom, that's not the answer. Like, yeah. why? She's like, because yeah. it just is, okay? Just like, yeah. it is what it is. It's, there's a lot of mom logic that we had when we were growing up. Not you, Maury. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, like, Maury, who was the person in your life that told you that oh, no. if, if you went outside with wet hair that you would get a cold? Nobody. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> who in your life do you think it would have been? That's a mean question, Mocha. How dare you ask that question? What does it matter with you? Anyway, no, there was a lot of mom logic that we that we had growing up. But uh, but no, waiting to, to swim after you eat and your hair getting you, you're going to give you a cold if it's wet. It's all, it, there's just, there's no reasons for it. Yeah. There's no reasons for it. So what time it. are we going to your pool today? Hello? 
Hello? Sorry, pool's closed, more. Pool's closed. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, Maury, come in here for a second, please. I don't know if I want to do this. I've been debating about doing this all morning. What, what, what? So it's Poets Day. Oh. As we know, Damon Maury is the Roz and Mocha Show Poet Laureate. Yeah. Maury Angelou. And hello, my students. He's like, hey, I want to write a poem for tomorrow. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm like, what's the what's the premise? And he goes, um, looking at guys on the beach. What? When I'm with Matthew. Your husband? <laughs> what? Don't don't doesn't everyone do that? <laughs> but there's a fine line between like fun and cheeky and stalkerish and alarming. And this is what your third draft now on this more? Yeah. Third? To it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we should have had a discussion about this before going on the radio. But then but then it's not fun for you. <laughs> <laughs> so words that have words okay, here. Why don't you go ahead, Maury, okay. and and read the latest version of this and we'll let the people decide whether this is uh cheeky or creepy. You can text us. Nine two five triple five. Right. Or and you keep, can call us at 416-870-8888. And keep in mind, this is a slight elaboration, but based on truth. And keep in mind as well that when Maury is in these situations, he's usually lying on a beach beside his own husband. Okay, so uh, Maury, please. It's called To All the Men I've Looked At Before. Right. Oh, okay. Wow. There you There you go, Maury. Ugh. It's so muggy, but the guys ain't fugly. So many trunks and so many hunks. There's sand on my feet. I can't take the heat. But y'all are worth a tweet. It's wise to cover my eyes as I ogle their thighs. As I soak up the sun, I look at both your bun. As you flex that sweaty gun. It's freedom of speech as I rhyme about the hot guys on the beach. We go to the water where we know they're all hotter. As I rest, I stare at your chest. I'm very impressed. The men on the beach are always dreamy. The sun ain't the only thing getting steamy. I pick up a rock just so I can gawk. Drool, such a jock. A guy with those abs probably cheers for the habs. To all the men I've looked at before. Okay, so creepy or cheeky? Ah, uh, creepy. creepy as hell. Okay, so here's a line that I had Maury remove. Hold on, but I, I need to play this music instead. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> One of the lines was simply this: "They look so." Keep in mind, he's on the beach. Okay, next to his husband. Next to his husband. They look so tanned, I should be banned. Oh my God. No, that's not a line. Is yeah, it really? Was. And then there was this one. I'm very impressed. If I keep looking, I should get arrested. Oh, what? Dude. <laughs> right? So I'm like, that, bro. Highly inappropriate. Yeah. So I was like, rewrite this. Make but, it about you and your husband. And it's difficult to lie on a beach with your husband when there's all these hot guys but around. Doesn't People it can fall relate under to art? that. No, I'm no. like, people can relate to that, right? And so this was the version he came back with. Still just as alarming. Like, so it's- Hold on, but you can't you can't add the two lines Roz read into what I read. Maury, the only thing you things. did in your poem just now that you read was remove those two lines. Yeah, so they're separate. Okay. 
So what are people, are people texting? Creepy or cheeky? What okay, do you say? Okay, here we go. 925555. Thank you. Somebody wrote simply creepy. Yes. OMG, Maurice, you're creepy. <laughs> Somebody else texted, tell Maury to put $5 in the creepy jar. <laughs> Another text. Again, 925-555. Maury's so creepy. Yeah. Oh, so, oh wow. Okay. Oh, no. Somebody wrote, <laughs> repulsively disturbing. Wow. <laughs> you all don't know art. Yeah, this no. is so creepy. Lorna wrote that. Somebody is there else wrote anybody, creepy. Did anybody say cheeky? Did anybody get it where Maury was coming from? Nobody uh, understood his art. Let's see. Not one. Creep, creepy. Creepy at a whole new level. <laughs> Creepy, uh, funny, wait, no, creepy. <laughs> so the answer is no. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Creepy. No, you guys are right. Totally creepy. Creepy ASF. Maury should just stop writing. So another text we got simply reads divorce. <laughs> it's a uh, poet's day and more. You wrote a poem about the struggles of looking at or trying to look at dudes on the beach when he's on the beach with his husband. And it's very, I was, it was, it's alarming. And I struggled with actually doing this on the show because I just didn't want people to think that he was that creepy. So he read it. We'll have him give you a little taste of it again in a second. But he read it. And then we just asked you simply to text us, creepy or cheeky? Like, did you get the humor in it? Or was it just flat out creepy? My favorite text that we got was repulsively disgusting. And Maury oh, just... Dis- disturbing, sorry. Ma- Maury just came in before we went on the radio and goes, are you not going to read like any of the ones that say cheeky? <laughs> Are there? How many? Um, Realistically. Okay, let me Realistically. See. One said cheeky, yeah. loved it. But there's like uh, two, right? Uh, I read one. Okay, one. Did you want us to read that one? Is that what you I wanted? I saw two. Okay. <laughs> okay, no, you're right. There's uh, two. You. There's two. Okay, cool. But Add they up. both came from the same number, so does that count? No, that's one. <laughs> So, Maury... You can't wheeze your way out of this If one. you could give the people just a little bit uh, uh, a, a taste again. There's sand on my feet. I can't take the heat. But y'all are worth a tweet. It's wise to cover my eyes as I ogle at your thighs. As I oh, soak God. up the sun, I look at both your bun. As you flex that sweaty gun. It's, re- it's freedom of speech. Why you gotta read oh. it like that, though? Yeah. Why? Gun. Yeah. <laughs> now, you're, gun. Okay, now you just need to stop. Friendly reminder, yeah. Maury's thinking of these words while he's sitting on a beach next to his husband, Thank Matthew. Thank you. Both, <sighs> both wearing no shirts way. because Matthew won't let Maury take his shirt off at the beach. Ooh, zing. Ouch. <laughs> uh, Noah is on the phone. What's up, dude? Hey, guys. You, you sound pretty upset right now. What's up? What up? No, I'm just like scared from that uh, poem. Oh, God. Right? Weird. Super weird. Could you imagine? Weird. Noah, you're married, right? No. No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no? Okay. Do you, have, do you have a girlfriend or boyfriend or anything? No. 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 Okay, oh, cool. okay. Totally single. Well, I was going to say, like, if you're in a relationship, could you imagine your significant other when you're out in public, like, that's what's going through their mind looking at someone that they or a bunch of people that they could be attracted to, and then putting pen to paper and writing all of those thoughts out to share with millions and millions of people across the country? It's very creepy. Pause for one second. Noah, Maury wants to know how you look in shorts. <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't answer that, Noah! <laughs> <laughs> I was never planning to. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
you see this picture of Baron Trump? Uh-oh. So no. he's 13 now. And I don't really see many pictures. No, you don't. Of him. You don't. There's, there's, there is a rule that the the first kids until they're eighteen are completely off limits. Yeah. Unless they are in public with the first family. Sure. So yesterday they all got off the helicopter. I don't know what you call it. Air Force something or other. Air Force copter. Yeah. And the last time we saw Baron, the last time I saw Baron was, I think, like inauguration day. Yeah. And then, and then they hit him away, and he went to school, and he plays soccer, and he does but the whole thing. People were saying some like thing. pretty mean things. They were. About they him, were. Man. I felt bad for the kid. But it's crazy when you look at this picture because Baron Trump, in like, how long ago was that? Like maybe three and a half years ago? Yeah. A little over three and a half years ago, is now taller than Donald Trump and Melania. Get out of here. Yeah. And, Stop and it. Donald Trump's 6'2. Hold on, 13-year-old Baron Trump yeah. is taller than his dad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see this picture. Yeah, Come dude, I'm um, no joke, no joke. But to me, this makes perfect sense. Here, I'll show you. Let me give you this. Let me show you here. Why, because of his mom? What's that? Because of his mom? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, Melania is 5'11", and Baron is... Um, I don't know. I'm guessing like six. He's over six two because Trump's six two, wow. and he's towering over them. Hold on, yeah. let me find this for you. I lost it. That's what she said. Stop it! What does it matter with you? She's here. Look at this picture. Come here. Look. Come over oh. here. Look at this shot. I mean, he looks like a 13 year old. Like he still sort of stands awkward and everything else. Holy cow! Yeah. Right. That's insane. Yeah. So I was that kid though. Like I was, I think six one in grade eight. Really? Yeah. So when I was in junior high, because when I grew up, we went to three different schools. Did you have junior high in Toronto? Uh, yeah. You did. Yeah. Okay. So I went to primary school, which was, uh, the school was kindergarten to five. Uh -huh. Then you went to a different school for junior high, which was six, seven, and eight. Yeah. Then you went to a third school for high school. Which oh. was which was yeah because I went to uh, Catholic school. Oh right. So it was elementary up until eight, and then high school starting in nine. Uh, in the same school though. No, different oh, school. Different school. Yeah. So you didn't have junior high. I I personally didn't. Right. But okay. Public school kids had junior high. When I was in junior high, when I when I hit grade eight, I started the school year and I went in the class and I realized I didn't fit. Uh huh. Like physically? Physically, I didn't fit. So they had to go up the street to the high school and get me eight desks and chairs from the high school. No, and they bring did the, not. And bring them to the junior high. So when you went into all of my classrooms, I had my own desk and chair because I didn't fit in the desks and chairs for the junior high You're kids. like Billy Madison. <laughs> yes, I was like <laughs> Billy Madison. <laughs> Right? Because I didn't wow. fit. Yeah, I didn't fit. I looked like... It was like a comedy skit that you see on yeah. like SNL. Yeah, I mean, I also I looked like a kid that had done some serious time in juvie and they were yeah. trying to reintegrate into society. Oh, no. Right? Like, I looked like I was 19, but I was in I was in grade I was in grade 8. Yeah. So I get that. And when you're that tall, like when you grow that fast, I had my whole life between the ages of like 12 and maybe 14, I was covered in bruises all the time because I was so clumsy. Like I couldn't walk out of a room without walking into the door frame because oh. I misjudged the corner. Ouch. <laughs> right? <laughs> like you, you misjudge, like you misjudge your size. Yeah. You know, like, you know, sometimes when you're driving down the highway and you see a really big dog, like sitting in the front seat of a car and you're like, man, that thing should be in the back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like the dog doesn't know how big it is. 
that was me. I was the dog that didn't know. I was like Clifford. I didn't know, like I didn't know how big I was, but I just kept trying to fit into things. And so I was this kid. Like when you look at Baron Trump, he's taller than his mom and dad, but he looks like a giant baby. Like yeah. he has a baby face. He's got awkward arms. He still holds his holds his hands like a kid. Like, like he's what do not you think? A, though? Like is he done size. growing, or you think he's going to keep on? No, because I think those other two, uh, the other two, are tall, tall too. Yeah. I think that Eric guy. Slow Eric. Yeah, <laughs> I think what sl- they all call him. Yeah, I think Slow Eric. That's not a term we, <laughs> no. came, we came up with, by the way. Just Because I think he's 6'4", yeah. and I know that we've had Ivanka in here a bunch of times, and she was... Super, super tall. tall. Yeah. Like, I think they're all just tall. But being being like 6'1 and 13 is no joke, man. Yeah. Like, your knees hurt. You're covered in bruises. And, and you know, older guys want to fight you a lot. I mean, yeah. older women want to make out with you a lot. But older guys want to... <laughs> Ross and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Ross and Mocha got you. Yo, Paige, what's up? It's Razamoka. Hi, how are you? Great, how are you? I'm good. Uh, so, Paige, oh, yo, yo, listen to this one. <laughs> so, Paige, you wrote us this Razamoka fixed my life. My roommate's boyfriend told me that he's attracted to me mm. and not to tell my roommate. Obviously, oh. I told her they broke up, but now they're already back together after two weeks. I'm uncomfortable in my own house, but can't afford to move somewhere else. What do I do? So when your roommate's boyfriend said, yo, I'm attracted to you, like, what did he want you to do with that information? Like, jump all over Uh, and be like, I'm into you as well? I think so. After he told me, obviously, I went and told her I had to wait a couple days. And uh, she confronted him and he was like, no, I said I was attracted to her. And I was like, no, that's not how it went. I don't know what he was expecting out of it. Obviously, only one thing. Let's play yeah. that out for a second. Wait, here I want to know what your reaction was to him saying that. Like he said that to you, and then you said, like the first words out of your mouth was what? I was like, uh, yeah, okay. Like I'm not gonna tell her that's. Uh, and the, well, he said he's like the reason I don't leave my room because he never like I said maybe three sentences to this guy in the four months that they've been dating. Right. So I don't know where he got this attraction from. But uh, yeah, he. I was just kind of taken really off guard by it because Are- I we never talk. Are you attracted to him at all? No, not at all. If you were attracted to him, would your reaction have been any different? Um, Probably not. Um, I think I'm a good friend and I wouldn't want to, like I live with this person. I can't afford to move out. I'm not going to make my living situation uncomfortable and be a terrible friend. I'm always interested in these things like, cause nobody plays (laughs) this out, you know, like I kind of wish I had. No, but I I mean, I just mean him. I don't mean you, hon. I mean him. Like Like, what was his end game? The the roommate switch is one of the most difficult things to try and pull off. I don't actually know anybody that's done the roommate switch. Like, did he think that he was going to say to you, my God, I'm totally attracted to you and then you're going to go oh my god me too and then he's going to dump the girl that he's with who is your roommate and then date you and show up and yeah. just start sleeping in your room yeah just swap bedrooms i guess guys so. are idiots guess man guys yeah. are oh, idiots he's the biggest idiot he oh. is the biggest idiot so Paige, what's the dynamic now between you and your roommate? by the way i've man i've i've managed the roommate switch before just yeah, right okay. whatever dude <laughs> <laughs> okay <study. laughs> um Right now with her, I mean, before it was great. We were really close. 
since she started dating him, it's been really strained. Like I barely see them because they're always in her room. And, and now she, she's been out a little bit. We've been talking a bit more. It was really good. But then all of a sudden they started talking again. So it's kind of gone back to the same. But did she accuse you of like being flirty? Like she had no defensive. Really? Huh? So, so your, your problem is what? That you can't move out because you can't afford to move out. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, maybe there's a way I can fix it and get them to yeah like like because i'm starting to think that this conversation is a whole lot less than i have a roommate problem it's more about i have a money problem um i mean definitely both but um i mean i liked living with her perfectly fine before he came along but now it's way too weird now it's uh, yeah, I don't leave my room. What's her problem that she got back together with him after two weeks? Um, I don't know. Like, she definitely probably is lonely. Like, they spent all their time together. So but she maybe was, now she's lonely. Like, why doesn't he just move in but and she, be her, like, quote unquote roommate? Yeah. Like, she wasn't bothered by the fact that he tried to pick you up? <laughs> she was. She was totally hurt by it. That's why I was like, why are you getting back together with him if you were so hurt? That's what happened in her last relationship. Obviously not with a roommate, and but with a friend. Does so. she want you to move out? No, no, I don't. Not that she so said to weird. me anyway. Yeah. Yo, it's, I, yeah. real talk page. I think you got to save some money and find a next place to live. Yeah. Go find another roommate yeah. or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think, I think, I think you have a money problem. I think that, you know, if you, uh, do you have any other friends that you could move in with? Like, do you have somebody who's lives alone that you could maybe then suggest that you guys get a place together? Maybe that's a little bit bigger. I'm sure if I really thought about it and sat down and took the time, I could figure it out question for you yeah are you better looking than your roommate does it, I, does it, does I it mean, make sense that he hit on you i would say no oh. but i mean yeah i don't i don't but what do you so what do you have that she doesn't have then <laughs> i don't know I yes have you a do yes you do you got a bigger butt okay oh bigger That's butt right. yeah, all right okay, cool. oh boy it's always the booty yeah, huh yeah my, my, Always. my goal was just by the end of this conversation that she hears it and just kicks your ass out anyway and forces Ooh, you to move. Ouch. <laughs> I know. I'm worried. Paige, I think you have your answer. You got to save some money and move out. Uh, yeah, I'm going to yeah. work on that for sure. All, All right. right. Love. Thanks, Paige. Thanks, guys. Love you. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Only on KISS. How many phone numbers do you know? Like, what do you mean? Like, Nine, six, seven, many... eleven, eleven. Okay, so you know Pizza Pizza. <laughs> Right? Yeah. But like my memory. 1 800 Go FedEx. Okay. Oh, okay. Perfect. <laughs> so you know two. Are you talking about like my friends? My family? Yeah. I know Catherine's. Do you? Yeah. Because I use it all the time because I don't want people to put me on robocalls. So if I have to ever have to sign up for anything, <laughs> no. I Of course I do. You give to your girlfriend's phone number? I do. Of course I do. Like I know my parents' house and I know Jenna's cell. Other than that, yeah. phone numbers that I used to remember a lot, yeah. I don't know. So in my life, there's two phone numbers that I know. Right. And that's it. I still, re- yeah, it's interesting because I know Catherine's number off by heart. But Actually, I, sorry, I know, I know Catherine's number I know off by heart more well. people's numbers that I grew up with when I was like 12 than I do today. Still? Still, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Have you ever tried calling to see if they like... Well, they don't live there anymore. No, but just like who answers? <laughs> no. Or if the phone number is still like in no. existence? No, no. But uh, I just lost my phone and I, had, and I asked Maury to call my phone. 
and Maury picked up like an like a not his cell phone, but just like an actual telephone in the studio and just called it immediately. And you were blown away because Maury uh, knows my number off by heart. Bro, it was like a psycho moment. Yeah. I was like, this man picked up the phone <laughs> as if it was a nothing. Yeah, and he didn't even look at the numbers. Like, you know in movies when an accountant is doing accounting things and they just know the calculator so well that they don't even look at the numbers? Yeah. That's what Maury did That's when he called dad. my number. My dad's an accountant, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, they don't and even need to look at the numbers. My dad has that calculator yeah. and he'll no. sit there, eyes on paper or yeah. on the computer looking at something and with his right hand, yeah. he's smashing away at those numbers. Without even looking. Without even looking. No, it's such a skill. How many numbers do you have a know by heart, Miller? Um, My dad. Yeah. Like the house phone. Yeah. Matthew. Yeah. You. Right. Please start naming more people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, because it goes, I know. it goes Frank, his husband, husband and, and then me. You. Please <laughs> start adding more people to that list, man. I can't Yo, have you. Your list better be like 20 deep. <laughs> yeah, I, no, there's two more. No. Oh, no. Ross is in top Come five. On, man. Okay, who's number four? Come on. Nana. Oh, uh-huh. God. And the taxi company. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's so it's funny. Not right. <laughs> You're top three. It's not right, man. <laughs> right like behind Frank and his husband. You shouldn't go my dad, my husband, me. Yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> too, it's just too close. I mean, really, it's you, my dad, my husband. But why, though? Because why? it's in order of who I call the most. But why did you put my number into your memory? Why not just... I didn't put it there. You did. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So that's it. Jamie Foxx is a single guy again. Yeah, I saw that. But it's, you don't feel for the two of them because for years we didn't even know they were together. Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes broke up. And it was rumored that they were dating. Or I wouldn't even say as far as rumored. It was just kind of speculated. It was confirmed. They showed up together somewhere then, not that long ago. Like three months ago, two months ago. Yeah. It was finally confirmed. And yeah. then we just find out that uh, that they broke up. Yeah, I think that she, I think there's a lot to uh, a lot to that life that that we'll never know about. It is such a complicated world that world of Scientology and and Tom Cruise and from everything you've heard from anybody she's not a Scientologist all right no but she was in that world when they were married yeah and now the stories are that since they've split all those years ago that there is no communication or connection between um, Surrey and Katie and Tom Cruise like there is no relationship with the kid wait so where's the kid left the kid lives with Katie Holmes. Oh, oh, okay, okay. But okay. there's there, there's zero contact to Tom Cruise. It's not like he's visiting the kid on weekends and stuff. Really? Yeah, that's the that's usually how that goes in Scientology. Oh, so, correct me if I'm wrong, but in Scientology, if you split from someone, yeah, marriage, right? You yeah. break up, and you have a kid. You are no longer allowed to. Or yeah, you no, you don't. You cut anybody out of your life who's not in Scientology. Really? Even, even when you go in. They want you to do but your that. Your own kid? Yeah. Oh, especially your, especially your family. There's the and <laughs> that's and, and, that's, up, man. and this, yeah. And there's so many documented cases of this, and people who have just come forward to talk about have they've cut everybody out of their family. But Tom Cruise has those two older kids that I believe are both Scientologists. You know, I keep forgetting that he has other kids. Yeah, he's good. They're like grown. Yeah, yeah. But I and I believe they're still they're still with the church. But there was there Katie Holmes had was just living such a low profile for so long that. It was almost like she was in hiding, and it seemed 
logical to sort of go down that road that she has to, you know, stay in hiding because of the church and the whole thing. But the longer that went on, the more that whole story became believable. And then when you found out that she was possibly dating Jamie Foxx, and how could a Hollywood couple keep such a low profile that it had to be deliberate and there had to be reasons for it? Yeah. One, I think, you know, it's tough to, to make the transition to dating somebody you worked with, right? Especially somebody that they were married to and had a kid with. Yeah. Like Jamie Foxx and Tom Cruise did a movie together where it was literally just the two of them on screen for two and a half hours. And that cat, what was that movie again? Collateral. Collateral? I think that was so. a great movie, by the yeah, way. I was, liked it. Yeah, no, they were fantastic in that movie yeah. together. But that's tough, right? Like that's tough. And then, yeah, and then they and then they broke up, which sucks because I sort of liked, I sort of liked Jamie Foxx with them. Because I thought that a, a, a tiny little bit of it was, you know, uh, an extra snub to yeah. to somebody who oh, may have, sure. you know, treated his family in a negative way or whatever it is. But yeah, so they broke up. But Didn't I'm even with though you, they were really like, together. What you said earlier, which is, I don't know if I really, I don't, I don't have, have a lot that, of feelings. I don't have that connection no. to their relationship to no. feel bad for anybody because it was only just confirmed. Yeah, and they yeah. weren't like the kind of couple that you would see on all the entertainment sites <laughs> no. all the time out no. in public, right? No, like they're not doing, you know, they're not on Instagram together, you know, making pancakes, right? No. Like they're super low profile, but I don't know how to feel because I don't have a lot of feelings towards Katie Holmes and Jamie Foxx. Question. Yeah. Scientology. Yeah. Are you allowed to like pancakes? <laughs> no, they get to kick you up for that. Ah. Sorry, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I, so I guess Jamie Foxx isn't dating this 21-year-old? No, I didn't think he was. That was I the mean, story. The story, like, yet, the story yesterday. Hands? Dude, the story hands, yesterday right? was that they're living together. Yeah. Like, they're living together. That was the story yesterday. But, uh, and I didn't know the girl was 21. Because he and Katie Holmes broke up. And then the story was that he had moved on to this singer named Sila Vav or Vave or Vave. I don't know. How do you say that? V-A-V-E. How do you say that? V-A-V-E? Yeah. Vave? Vave? But it's got, it can't be simple as Vave. Like Vave. Vave, right? I don't know. Sila Vave. I'm going to feel like a fool if it's Vave. Yeah. She's like stupid idiot. So apparently there's a 21-year-old singer named Sila. Uh Uh-huh. Wow, that, bounce back. Let's, quick, not, huh? let's not even do the, the last name. Uh, and the story was that Jamie Foxx had hooked up with her and that it escalated yesterday to the headline that I read that they were living together. <gasps> Jamie Foxx, come on. So I guess, what is this, Jamie Foxx addressing the whole deal? All the headlines? People are saying that I'm dating a girl. Let me just say this. That's absolutely not true. And the other part of it is, is that that girl hangs out with my kids, my young daughter oh, wow. loves her, my oldest daughter loves her, my, my, I talk to her mom, her parents. So, you know, I know the nature of the business that we're in, so I don't trip on headlines. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't trip on that. Hmm. Uh, can I just remind people that yeah. three weeks ago we were talking about how Diddy pulled the robbery on his own kid yeah. and started dating his kid's ex <laughs> or is allegedly dating his kid's ex. Yeah, yeah. So it's not that far-fetched that Jamie Foxx would be allegedly dating someone who wow. is friends with one of his kids. I know, but even still, 51 and 21 is is tough. 
His daughter's 25, for God's sake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Jamie. But I like that Jamie Foxx did this. I like that he just made a call and was like, yo, hold on. Listen, I know the world we live in. No, I know. We're you know what? I do like Jamie Foxx a lot. Yeah, I like no, him a lot. Good. So I guess he's not dating Silavave. Uh, but I kind of was hoping that he was because it would have given us some material for a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jamie Foxx, date that girl. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. It feels weird to be back in this room yeah. after two weeks of yeah. not being here. You use a lot of suntan. Uh, what did you, you put on? Were you doing this like SPF 60? You don't look like you got any sun at all. I got lots of sun. Did you? I spent majority of Are my time. Are you lathering up though? Oh yeah, no, yeah. not lathering, but no. I put like a nice, a nice coat. Yeah, is your wife on you as for that? SPF? No, not really. No, uh, Catherine. If I walk out the door without putting it on my face, Catherine will throw it from across the room and hit me in the back. Oh of the really? Head of it. Yeah. No, if we get outside, I'm just like nah, no. whatever. Yeah. Like before, maybe. Like if she's putting sunscreen on the kid, yeah, she'll be like, hey, if leftovers. You get the leftovers, right? She'll be like, hey, rub this on your face, yeah, or on your neck, yeah, or yeah, 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 right, yeah, yeah. It's tough, though. This yeah. was beautiful the last well, couple of weeks. I was saying yesterday, I think that for the two weeks that we were off, yeah. I barely wore pants and underwear. Yeah. I haven't worn socks since May. Good for you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and I told that to my kid. I was like, I haven't worn socks since May. She's like, I haven't worn socks since March. And I was like, okay, yeah, you're better. <laughs> Amateur. <laughs> uh, good morning, Dammit Maury. How was your vacation? It's good to hear your voice. Yes. Right? It was awesome. We got to the beach every day by 3.30. Why 3.30? Because uh, Matthew didn't get out of bed till between noon and 2. Does he have cancer? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> And then we get yeah. to the beach and he'd say, we got to get here mornings full of like chemo treatment or something? Yeah, I'm like, I know you got to get a seat like real early. Like, I know, I've known people that slept till two. They've all passed. But. <laughs> no, no, he'd just roll out of bed around two and, you know, yawn what time and he, stretch What time was he going to eggs. bed if he sleeps till two? He was up to like five. What time are you getting, what time do you get up on vacation, Monka? I don't even oh. know this. Because when we do the show, you get up at three. Yeah. So what time do you get up when you're on vacation? 6.30. 6.30. Why? Yeah, me too. Me too, 6.30. Because my kid wakes up at 6.30. There you go. So See, even on the weekends, my kid like, wakes up at 6.30 and I'm you up. you train them to sleep longer? Train them. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't. There is such a thing and it's weird. It is. And you're right, Mark, because there's a weird thing that people do with babies called sleep training, which is a weird thing. And we never bought into all that stuff. But um, but yeah, no. Now that Roxy sleeps in late. So you get up at 6.30 because yeah. that's the time your boy gets up. Yeah. Roxy now will sleep in till 7.15, sometimes oh, man, 7.30. But I still get up at 6 because I like that time alone. Yeah. Yeah, right? sure. Like, I like not? it. I like the world at that time. And I also like getting up early in the morning and having nothing to do. Because normally when you have to wake up early, you have to come in here and do the show and, yeah. and the whole the whole deal. But I like getting up that early and having nothing to do. What time were you waking up, Maury, if Matthew was waking up I at got, 2? I got up around 10 and I would lie on the couch So what would you do from 10 until 2? I watched um, TV on mute. <laughs> you know, just reading lips. And then I'd go in and poke him. Like so what time noon. do you go to bed then? I went to bed at around midnight. So you're sitting on, you're laying on the couch for four hours, four hours. in the silence, yeah, waking watching up and just TV? putting television on. <laughs> yeah, I'd Before watch like the Price is Right at eleven, but I'd sort of just have to figure out what the games were. So what time were you going? So you were going to bed at what time? Midnight. What time does Matthew go to bed? Five. Is that because he enjoys time in the house without you? 
Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, 5 a.m.? Yeah. Matthew went to bed at 5 a.m. Yeah. Maury, Maury is Maury is <gasps> such a pill to live with oh, that when Maury no. goes to bed in order to to get to regain his sanity, it takes Matthew five hours oh. from midnight <laughs> until 5 a.m. He needs to live a life without Maury. Welcome <laughs> oh, back, everybody. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I need your advice on something. Do I have two seconds here? Yeah. I need your advice on something. Okay. And you and anybody else, because I'm so out of the loop when it comes to video games and like a video game system. Gotcha. And Rox and I have been having preliminary discussions, because it's funny, we were just talking about screen time. We've been having preliminary discussions about some sort of system. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. okay. Like preliminary discussions about some sort of system. It doesn't need to be online. It can be retro. It can be all this stuff. Because when I grew up, I grew up in the era of like playing Commodore 64 games. And then I went straight to PlayStation. Yeah. And so I was like PlayStation generation one all through. So I've never played Nintendo before. I've okay. never played um, any of those other sort of games. Catherine's generation grew up with Nintendo. She loved all those, the old school Mario games and everything else. Mm. Roxy doesn't know a lot about video games, but she knows she loves Mario Kart. Oh, so let's get her Nintendo. No, but here's my question though. Is that what Nintendo do you get? Like what what system should I get? First of all, that's a question to you and anybody else. What what system should I get that has a buttload of games? That, oh, the Nintendo Classic. Remember when I, like people were going nuts? I know, for... but it has thirty games, and Mario Kart and Tetris aren't on it. My only two right. things that I need is I need a Mario Kart game and I need a Tetris game. So there's that old school, like it's a, it's a, it's by Nintendo and they load it with 30 games mm. and you just plug it into your thing and it's all 30 classic games the, right on the there. Nintendo Switch. The Switch, but what in the hell is the Switch? It's just another one of their gaming consoles. But, but is it a console? Can I do it on television or do I have to yeah. hold it in my hand? No, you, uh, both. You can do it on television, but then I'll also, the reason why it's called the Switch yeah. is because then you, it turns into like the, the handheld device with the screen and you could just play on on the screen, like when you guys are in the car, or wherever. But can two people play, or do I have to buy two switches? Uh, no, I th- that I don't know because I'm this not. Is why I need the help right now. That I don't but, know. But am I going in the right direction though? Yeah, I would like, say she she's wants- into the, the Mario stuff. Yeah, like I I don't think you need like the the PS4 right now. But I can't get Mario on PS4. No, exactly. Right? I don't so think you problem. need any of that. If she's like the Mario stuff. And like some of the the cartoony type games, yeah. I'd say go with Nintendo, man. Yeah, but yes. is it good though? Like, am I gonna be? You know what I mean, I right? Love I, lo- I love Mario Kart. Do you? Yes. Yeah. See, I don't know what to do. See, I don't everyone know what to right do. now. What are they saying? Nine two five triple five. I have uh, three right out of the gate that all say Nintendo Switch. Really? Huh? Yeah. Somebody asks, is Nintendo Wii still a thing? Well, that's, that's my other thing. I don't know, because I went on the Nintendo website yesterday. Yeah, no, Wii is not a thing anymore. And I couldn't find anything other than Switch and then some other new one. Yeah. But is Switch, like, I want to be able to play Switch it on the television. The Switch is the latest one. Somebody else texted 925555, said yes, two people can play on the, uh, on the N- Nintendo Switch. So I don't have to buy two Switches. No. We can play together on one Switch, correct? Yes. yes. Confirm that for me, please. There you go. Okay, so that's it? Yeah. Don't yeah. bother, yeah. I don't even think you can buy the Wii anymore. I, I remember I tried to take my Wii to... <laughs> um, yeah. 
Do you remember the power to, glove that they had back in the day? You don't remember that? <laughs> Yo, you remember the Fred Savage movie? <laughs> yes. The power glove? Yes, the wizard. <laughs> Is that what it was called? Yes, yeah. Where his, where his like... <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about this. <laughs> okay, but if you have any other suggestions, or please point me in the right direction, because I, I'm, I'm, we're, we're having preliminary discussion. Oh, yeah. This is about perfect. Getting... Somebody said, depending on the game, up to eight people can play with the Nintendo Switch. So there you go. All of us can play. No, but you have to have your own controller, though, is what I'm saying. So, like, do I have to have? Do I have to buy two full Nintendo Switch systems in yeah, order can, for me to play with her in things? You can buy two more remotes for the Switch, so four people can play. Oh God. Get down that rabbit hole. Hundreds of dollars. <laughs> shut well, up, Maury. You got two up. jobs, no, man. No, shut up. You shut up. Don't. This is for your family. No, I know, but you're, I know, you're not working my video game budget, okay? It's very <laughs> slim. I got a lot of other things in life I got to pay for. Just get the Nintendo <laughs> Switch. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. What's up? Hi, good morning. I was actually calling in to talk about the switch that you were just talking about. Yeah. Um. So I actually think it'd be perfect for Roxy because it actually does exactly what you're looking for. So you are able to play off the TV and you can play portable. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the switch, the two controllers on either side, those actually slide off of the screen and become tiny controllers. So two people can play at the same time. Can yeah. I get can I get regular size controllers for the switch, though? You can, um, but you'd have to use it off the dock so it plays off the TV. That's what I want. I only want, yeah, I only want to play it off the television. Yeah, those controllers, um, I have one. It was about 40 bucks. Yeah. I mean, it is really convenient, and I do think that the Switch games, they are geared towards a younger crowd, so it'd be yeah. perfect for Roxy. What uh, what games are you playing? Um, right now, I'm just playing Minecraft. Oh, <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, see, that isn't, Minecraft's not coming into my house. I'll tell you that. Um, no, she'll no, get addicted, you think? No, no I just don't, I don't, we don't, I don't need it. I don't need it. <laughs> Why? I don't, I don't need that in my life. I don't need Minecraft in my life. I really don't. It's popular, though. Yeah, it is. And Fortnite's not coming into the house. Minecraft's not coming into the house. I can understand None of Fortnite. That. None right? of that stuff's coming into the house. Wow. No, it mm-hmm. melts, it melts you. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Mean dad oh, over here. Yo, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks so much for calling in. All right. Have a good guy. Bye. Good day, guys. Bye. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. I, was, I watched, um, it's Matthew Perry's birthday today. He's 50. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. And I watched uh, 17 again last night. Remember that movie with Zac Efron? <laughs> yeah, that was a great movie. My favorite movies, I realized this over the, over the vacation because I watched a, a ton of movies. My favorite movies are switching movies. Yeah. I love a switching movie. Okay. I really love a switching movie. And then makeover movies are my second favorite movie. Ooh. But switching movies yeah. are like the best. And all switching movies are, they hinge on the reaction of the person when they realize that they switched. When was the last movie that was done like that? Like a switching movie? Yeah. Oh. Because they don't do those anymore. Yes, they do. No. Maury, see? find out when the last time a exactly. switching movie happened. Exactly. If you can't name no, one. No, 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 no. But I just, I don't remember because they're all sort of garbage. Like, it's not like they're nominated for Academy Awards where we, we talk about them no, for years I know, to come. But something as enjoyable as. Right. 17 again or 13 going on 30. Right. Which, fantastic. Freaky Friday. Movie. Both Freaky Fridays. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So Zac Efron was so good in this movie. Like he was so good. And, and he's, do you remember it? Did you ever see 17 again? Like bits and pieces. Okay. So Zac Efron is a high school hotshot basketball star and his 17 year old, he's 17, I guess. And his, his girlfriend gets pregnant 
And so she tells him right before the big game, and then he walks off the court, and he's like, and there was a scout there for like a big university and everything else. And he walks off the court, and he's like, we're going to make this work. And then it cuts to years later, and he's grown up to be Matthew Perry and just hates his life. He's getting a divorce from his wife. He like regrets everything of like not going for the scholarship and thought that he oh. threw it all away because of the kids and all this stuff. And uh, and then he there's a rainstorm, of course. And then the next thing you know is I don't know. He comes up out of the mud and he's Zac Efron again. But he's Zac Efron in that world. So he starts interacting with his ex wife, who's like, "You really look like my ex husband when he was seventeen. But then they get kind of flirty at times. Oh yeah. And there's like a dance sequence where they're like, Maybe I haven't seen the movie. Where like his hands on her ass, and then she takes it off off her ass and puts it back on the small of her back and stuff. Yeah, it's really crazy. Okay, the last Switch 'Em Up movie I remember. Yeah. I don't remember the name, but didn't Jason Bateman and Ryan Reynolds do one? And they yes, there was one yes. night they went out yes. for a drink, and then they peed in like this magical fountain, yes. and then they woke up the next yes. day and they switched bodies. Yes, it was that movie, right? Yes. See, that's the last one that I could remember. Yes, and then I, the change up, the, the change up. Yes, and what's the? Didn't Tiffany Haddish release one recently? Where she becomes oh no, there was another switch up switch up movie. The little girl. Yes, no, it's the, it's big, but only it's called Little, and it's this <laughs> yeah right. It's it's just Real like original yeah, guys. No, no, it's just like big, but it, but it's but it's little. <laughs> Thank you, Hollywood. And it is uh, it's a young black kid in the movie, young black actress who's amazing. Like she's so hysterical in this movie, and it's God. What's, who's the who's the big actress in in Little? Maury, tell me that. Um, but that's where uh, that was the last switch up movie that I watched. It was a movie called Little. And it has, I don't remember the name of the actress in it. Um, oh, she's hold on. So a second. good, though. So, this is the one that I'm so thinking good. Of. This is the one that I'm thinking of. Which one? With uh, Issa Rae. Yes. Regina Hall. Yes, it's Sorry, called so Little. It's not, yeah, Regina, I, Regina Hall and Issa Rae. That's the, that's the movie. That was the last Switcher movie that I watched. And it's new. That's brand new. Yeah, that's the one that I'm thinking oh, of. Oh, dude, Tiffany that movie's so funny. Is it really? Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. Yeah, because the little girl is just amazing. And she has to play like this huge a-hole diva. Yeah. And she's so awesome. Like, really? she's so awesome. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Them switch-up movies. Yeah, switch-ups. They, really, yeah, <laughs> they really get you. I'm telling you. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello? Happy birthday, Haley! It's your boyfriend's Roz and Mocha! Oh my god. <laughs> Holy crap. What's going on, girl? Um, I'm actually in the bathroom doing my makeup right now. Same. Oh, Bert. <laughs> Maybe it's Maybelline uh, birthday makeup. So it is August 19th, and it is your 19th birthday, a.k.a. champagne birthday. Yes, sir, it is. Wow. <laughs> what are you doing to celebrate your big day? Um, my boyfriend and I are going out for sushi tonight. Oh, okay. I celebrated big over the weekend, actually. Oh, okay. You get turned up? Yeah, well, I'm moderately around family, I guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What was your uh, what was your drink of choice? I had some Summersby yesterday and some Mike's Hard lemonade. Mike's Hard, <laughs> yes. You know, I know. Do you know how much? Let Three. me tell you. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you how much of a. I don't want to say the word alcoholic, but let me tell you how much I drank. Okay. Yes. Back in yes. the day, not so much anymore, but back in the day, how much I drank. Mike's Hard for me. Yeah. Okay. Was something you drank 
in movie theaters and airplanes because anytime <laughs> I flew or went to a movie, I would just load up my bag with Mike's Hard. Really? Like, like Mike's Hard was just so like a whatever. It was like when you kind of needed to get drunk in a place that was either impossible to get drunk or very expensive to get drunk in. Because before 9-11, you could bring your own alcohol onto a plane. Could you really? Yeah, it wasn't it that. wasn't encouraged to drink. Like you yeah. weren't they didn't like it when you would drink your own alcohol, but there was no rules against that before 9/11. Wait, are we talking about like alcohol not from duty free? Yeah. Really? Yes. How do I not know this? I don't know. You could bring your own bottles on huh. as long as they were closed. The things us millennials don't even yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Or cans. You could bring cans. It I was had no fun. idea. Yeah, wow. they didn't care. Before 9 11, uh, they didn't care. You could, it was so much easier to get drunk on an airplane before 9 11. Damn terrorists. <laughs> um, but I will say this. So, and also movie theaters. I remember going to see Napoleon Dynamite and I brought a six pack <laughs> of cans of Mike's, of Mike's Hard because Mike's Hard was like, you never ordered a Mike's Hard at a bar, right? You only bought it when you went to a movie or had to take a flight. I, I never ordered a Mike's Hard <laughs> no. or Smirnoff Ice. Smirnoff Ice! <laughs> at the bar or at the club. God, Smirnoff Ice used to mess you up, huh? So that amount of sugar? So acidic, too. That amount of oh, sugar? Man. You barely heard it at the like, end of the night. Ugh, what were you thinking? <laughs> what, were, what were we all thinking? Do you guys remember that? Sour Puss? No. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So, um, Haley, are you even wondering how we got your number? Um... I think I have a pretty good idea, but I'll let you tell me anyways. <laughs> Your friend Tori sent us uh, a note. I love Tori. Thank you, Tori. And no. Tori said uh, that you, you, the two of you are just like huge fans of the show, that you don't get an opportunity to uh, to see each other as much as you used to because of your post-secondary education. You guys are going to different schools yeah. and everything. Um, but she just wanted to send her love to you and also uh, for us to, to give you a call to wish you a very happy birthday. Oh, well, thank you so much, Tori. And thank you, Roz, Mocha, and Maury. It's just no. made my entire morning. Uh, you want us to sing to you? I would 100%. Maury, get your sourpuss back in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one time, Tori, for your champagne birthday, 19 today. Here we go. One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Tori. No, sorry, Haley. Who has a friend named Tori? (laughs) Haley. 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 Oh man, we messed that up. Listen, Haley, okay, it's our first day back from vacation, okay? That's okay. Right. And, and much like you, we're all a little bit still drunk from Mike's heart. <laughs> Happy birthday, Haley, we love you! Thank you so much, I love you guys too. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So, um, have you read this Carson Cremeni story? Where do I know that name from? He's the kid that OD'd in Langley, British Columbia, out in Langley. And... You have a young kid. I have a young kid. A lot of people have young kids and you want the best for your kid and you just want your kid to grow up and have friends and fall in love and have a laugh and just sort of that whole thing. Be a good human being. Yeah, but we know that kids don't. We know that kids are bullied and we know that you know kids deal with a lot of stuff and ADHD and everything and they don't fit in. And all they want to do is fit in. So this kid, Carson Cremeni 
had all those things and was bullied and had no friends. And one day, I guess, this group of older kids, because he was 14, this group of older kids were like, hey, why don't you come hang out with us? And he was really stoked to go and hang out with these guys. Oh my God, dude, this story better not break my heart. And because everything... It, nothing is real to to so many people. Everything is a meme and nothing is real and there's no consequences. And the way they communicate is with jokes and through social and everything else. So they wound up giving this kid a bunch of drugs at a skate park. And then when he started to OD, they bailed on him. But they bailed on him after they Snapchatted all the videos of him. Oh my God. ODing no. and, and goofing on him. And goofing on him. Like, compl- like, like mercilessly goofing on him to the point of where they found this to be so hysterical and then they just bailed on him they threw a cell phone in the garbage and they turned around and walked away and now they're looking for these people that that did this but how do you make things how do you like get through to people that let life is real and that it's not a meme and that likes and views and sharing through social something like that for clout is comes with just such immense consequences. Like when you watch these videos, and I didn't want to watch the video, but in order to talk about this, I had to watch the video, where it's to, they're looking at something that is not real. Like they're looking through their phones at somebody who's sitting, a 14-year-old who's just like sweating and his eyes are bulging out of his head, oh my who's God. sitting on a bench at a skate park, but they're, you can tell, like they're looking at it through their phones, and when you look at something on the phone, it's not real to them. So what they're shooting no, because then all they're becomes, thinking about is, oh my God, I'm going to get X amount of likes, or all of my followers are going to share this with yeah, other people. Yeah, and and oh, there's dude, there's, and, like there, and, there's, there's right and there's no consequences to that, right? And the thing is, this is that there's <sighs> laws. You know, if you if you're in a situation like that where you see somebody ODing, you can call nine one one and you can stay with the person. And when the cops show up, even if your pockets are full of drugs, you're good. Right? You're good. If you see somebody who's ODing in that situation, mm-hmm. you can feel free to call 911 without risk of your own person, your own self getting busted as well. Right? That's the way that they, they, they've structured the laws to prevent things like this from happening. But that's not even a consideration for these people. Like when you look at this, when you watch these I don't videos, understand, the though. idea that they were going to do anything to help was nothing. Like there was, there's no. But even after the fact, like knowing that this story is out there, yeah, knowing that the police are looking for these individuals, like yeah. do people not have a any I don't type know. of self awareness or like I don't how know. could you I go don't know. on with your regular day knowing that you did this to another human being and not feel any ways about it or try to live your life as if nothing happened to hide the fact that. Yeah, I don't know. You did this to another person. I, I, I don't know. And, and I would like to think that at some point, you know, during that, maybe somebody within the group sort of sep- managed to separate themselves from the sort of group excitement that goes on in something like that, where you get people who do really terrible things that they would never normally do on their own, but you put them in the group and they wound up doing terrible things. There's lots of examples of that. Rena Verk in Vancouver was an example of that. Um, but you have like... This notion that you, you just want to read the story and say at some point one of those kids called 911 mm-hmm. when the group separated. But that didn't happen. 
Like none of like, them so, had a like so I know I don't, to, like I know what you're saying. You you want that to be the case. Like you're alone, right? No, like I'm it was somebody else those, that found him. No, but I'm thinking like I'm one of those kids, right? Yeah. And at the end of the day, yes. I'm at home yes. by myself right. running through all the events that took place in my day. Right. That situation, one of the major events yeah. that I can't get out of my mind, right. thinking this is wrong. I need to tell somebody about so, it. So, yeah, which you would like that to be the case, but that wasn't the case. And what it's looking like is that they went home and then checked the likes and comments on the videos they posted. And it was somebody else who found Carson and called 911. It wasn't any of those kids that did this. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how. It's the most devastating story I've read in years. And I don't know how you make this real to people. I really don't. I really don't. I have no idea. It's so screwed up. Like just a, an entire life on social media through where nothing is real anymore to people is so screwed up. I don't Including get their own it. feelings. Yeah. No, right? no, everything. Everything. And I don't, I don't know how to, how to wind it back. I don't know if you can wind it back. Oh, dude. I really don't. I don't know what you do from this point on. I don't know how you wind that back and make it real for people because it's certainly not going to get better. It's only going to get worse. And I don't know what to do. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, did you see these dome houses that Kanye's building? Yeah. So is that real? Yes. Like he really wants to do this or he really is doing this. But they're, he's building them in his like, we all do backyard projects, right? No, but like this is for real, real? Yeah. Like I'm looking at the pictures you know, sometimes right now. like, let's say so-and-so wants to do this and then like they show you a rendering, but you think it's a real life picture, but it's really like right. super HD 4K CGI. So, but this is like real life, real life. So sources reported as, quote, familiar with the housing community concept, spoke with TMZ and said that Kanye is crafting dome-like facilities in an effort to dismantle the class system inherent in the housing market. West team has reportedly been searching every period of human housing achievements, so I guess throughout time, Wow, with prototypes resting on an estimated 300 acres of Kanye West land where construction crews have been working in secret for quite some time. Some of the structures are believed to be roughly 50 feet tall. So he's building these weird like dome structures and I don't know where the sort of philosophy of dismantling the inherent stigma of housing projects comes into all of this because Kanye still lives in a giant mansion, a palace. Um, but, or how this even works. Like, are, like, is this for people to live in, in like in like a sort of communal kind of thing inside one of these domes? But he's building these domes. Like, like it, a looks, it looks like when you watch a movie and there's like colonization on another planet like Mars. Oh, yeah. so you know what it looks like? You know when you're driving through the country sometimes uh-huh. and you see those big sort of dome things that they fill with dirt? Oh, the silos. No, 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 no. It's like not a, not a, silos are straight up and down. Yeah. Like the big, it looks like if you took a bra and laid a bra down with the pointy cone sticking up. Perfect. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so uh, that, those things, you know, those things, yeah. that's how, that's what they look like. And that's how big they are. They're just these giant domes that look like those big brown domes that you see in the country that they like stuff dirt in. It's it's wild. Yeah, Yeah. it's really wild. So I don't know exactly what the purpose is of building them on his own land because I don't think that Kanye wants to turn his backyard into a housing project. Are these just prototypes? 
I guess. But he's they have to be prototypes. But like, I understand building one prototype, but I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five of them. And he's funding it himself? I guess, yes. Because what else are you going to do with your hundreds of millions of dollars? That's not why his Yeezys are so damn expensive? Yeah, because he decided to colonize his own backyard. Jeez, man. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Did you watch that movie, The Boys, over the week? Or Good Boys over the weekend? No, I want no. to, though. That's the uh, one with that kid that we like, right? Huh? Not Jaden Smith. What's that kid's name? Huh? Jacob Tremblay. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, he's funny in it. Uh, Seth Rogen movie. So they say the good boys won the box office this weekend with $21 million. It's the first original R-rated comedy in three years to be number one. That's such an incredible stat. Uh, the only other original movie to top the box office this year was Jordan Peele's Us. Did you see Us? Yes. <laughs> Terrible. You didn't like it? Oh, my God. Who the hell wants to watch a horror movie about income inequality? <laughs> yeah, I guess. When you break it down like that? Yeah. Like, who wants that? I just that movie was a disaster. A- it was an embarrassing disaster. Follow up to Get Out? Get Out was amazing. And then Jordan Peele did what so many directors do, which is like, they start off and they yeah. go, okay, you know what I got? I got a really great story. And then they're like, oh my God, this is a really amazing story. And then they make Get Out. And then he goes, okay, I did a really good story. Now I have something to say. Yeah. Right? Like the and, me- so the, and so the they, message they, is the movie. Yeah. And so they let him say it and the movie was a disaster. And it's weird because when I, from the, all the reaction from it, I was really stoked to see it. But nobody said that it was crap. Like nobody warned me that the movie was crap. Nobody said that. It was a terrible movie. Yeah, I watched it. When did we watch it? We watched it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It was like awful. It wasn't good. It wasn't Get Out. No, no. But I finished watching The Boys on Amazon. Yeah, and? Oh my God, that show's so fun, man. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. It's a I ton know. of fun. There was like stuff that over, you know, the past couple of weeks that we were on vacation that I we hadn't seen. So we went to the movie theater the other night and watched uh, Lion King. How was it? Dude? Yeah. Incredible. It's probably the best live action Disney remake that they've done in the series of of remakes. Really? The absolute best. Yeah. I was blown away. Yeah. I finally watched Aladdin. And? Loved it. And Great. I'd never seen Aladdin before either. The animated one? No. Really? No. Are you serious? No, I've never seen Lion King and I've never seen Aladdin. <laughs> oh my God. But I, and, I will, and I will say this, is that I watched it with Rox and she's nine, so right in that perfect demo. Yeah. And Aladdin, out of all the sort of remakes of like Beauty and the Beast and, and, and everything, because Beauty and the Beast was beautiful. That was such a beautiful movie when they remade that one. Aladdin's her favorite. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And she doesn't have that thing that everybody else did. And it's so it's so much better to watch these movies with a kid because a kid isn't going, oh, I don't know if Will Smith can fill Robin Williams shoes. And oh, yeah. it's such an iconic role. I don't know. And no, she doesn't care. Kids don't care. She just cares about like, what's on the screen. Yes, they know what they're doing. And there's two big changes in Aladdin. Like if you if you have you, you haven't seen it, yeah, no, you did see it. I saw so it. there's the two big changes apparently in Aladdin, which I much prefer to than what I've realized the original story was. Like I like that when he wishes the Aladdin free, that he becomes human. Oh yeah, and right? in the original. He's still genie. He's still genie. But he's just out of the bottle forever. Yeah, but in this, Will Smith becomes human, and then he can fall in love and have a family, and then that's how the movie starts. Yeah. I, I much prefer that. I think that's a great take. The other one on that Aladdin. I finally watched, I can't believe it took me like eight months to watch this. Yeah. But finally, 
on Saturday night. Okay. Into the Spider-Verse. Oh my God, dude. It's life changing. It that movie's is. so beautiful. And then I spent 30 minutes after on YouTube watching. Just hot takes on. Just, yeah, yeah different things know, on the movie and I like know. how. Because I, I had so many questions on not the actual movie, but like the creation of the movie yeah. and the different animation that they use. And I watched like a, like four videos, three or four videos yeah. on it, oh different God, things on how so they put good. that movie together. Spider-Verse was so good. I can't even like, I can't, I can't even, I still, even still to think about it, I get goosebumps because it was so good. There's one particular scene in a video that I watched that they said in order to perfect this scene and it's maybe three seconds, right? Mm -hmm. It took them a year one yeah, year crazy. to perfect wow. a three second clip. Yeah. For Into the Spider Verse. Yeah. David Mori, good morning. Good morning. I was going to say what movie I watched over the holidays. Which was? I can't believe it took me so long. Grey Gardens. Oh, God. <laughs> Nobody knows. Mori, it's going to take me 20 minutes to even explain <laughs> to people what Grey Gardens is. Don't come in. If you said Hobbs and Shaw, we could have that conversation. But I can't get into bloody Grey Gardens right now. <laughs> Sounds exciting. <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I went to the CNE yesterday. How was it? It was awesome, man. Going yeah. to the CNE like on a Tuesday at like noon. There's no lineups. Yeah, it's just awesome. You basically have the the entire place to yourself. You do, and so you can burn through everything real fast. Yeah. You, would you like, guys? We, would we, you guys hit up? We did all the rides that Rox likes doing. Yeah. You start off in the kids section. She goes through all those just as a warm up. Oh, of course. Like the warm up. And then we take the cable car. It's like, you know that thing that's like a ski lift? What do you call that? What do they call that? The sky zipper? Sure. Something? Let's go with that. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what it's called. So you did the sky zipper. But you know what I mean, right? No, it's I the, know. the thing. It's beautiful. And it goes yeah. right across yeah. the entire uh, CNE from one end to the other. Yes. You have a beautiful view of Thank you. the entire park plus the, uh, the skyline. Yeah. But we're it's sitting the there. Skyline. And... Uh, they call it the Sky Ride. Thank you. So I like Sky Zipper better. Yeah. Okay. So we're <laughs> we're waiting for the we're waiting for the Sky Zipper, yeah. and the recording is just going over and over and over again. This is a one way ride. The carts don't stop. Keep your legs in. Exit quickly. This is a one way ride. The carts don't stop. Keep your legs in. Exit quickly. So as we're standing there, this just recording is over and over and over again. The, car, the, the ride doesn't stop. The ride doesn't stop. But as we're there, it stopped for 10 minutes. What? So we're just watching people hang there. And then Catherine's like, um, should we maybe not go on this? <laughs> yeah. And me and Rox are like, hell no, we're going on it. But then I always realize that I have to ride alone. And I like riding alone. Oh, yeah, because yeah. it's so big. Right. So Thank tall. you. Thank you. You could probably sit in one of those. Like at the halfway point, at the highest point yeah. of the ride, and your feet still touch the ground. Yeah, like if I got like stuck, if I got stuck, I could probably reach up and grab that wire and just like monkey you crawl could, across, right? Or you like just hop off. Yeah, like no, no problem. <laughs> yeah. I, but I start doing that when I'm at the X. I start planning my exit strategy in case something goes wrong. Okay, right? Like when as soon as we get over top of a wait, was that a pun? What? You what start you planning your exit strategy? Oh, stop it. You think I make puns? Oh, I don't know. Just no, you said it. No, okay. I start planning my exit strategy in case. Okay. So when I'm on that ride, yeah. I know like which games I would be able to jump onto. <laughs> so like which one? Right? At right? your position, yeah. if like ideally, which one? Yeah, okay, so ideally the Frogger game would be the best one to jump onto because you're, it's, at the, it's the highest sort of like 
trailer yeah. while you're at the highest sort of point. Okay. Right? And then if you're really, like, if you're really ambitious and you uh -huh. think you could run off that bench or probably hang yourself down by your arms and swing, right beside Chicken on a Stick, there's a corn dog stand <laughs> that, sits about, that sits about three feet taller than everything else down there. <laughs> right? So it's, if, if, you're, if you're stuck on the right Frogger yeah. or look for Chicken on a Stick, then directly behind Chicken on a Stick is what you want to swing to. Right? This has been a Rod we Ross Weston <laughs> TED Talk. Thank you for coming. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, how much did The Rock make last year? So every time this comes out, like the Forbes lists aren't even fun anymore because The Rock just always wins. Dominates. Right? Well, first of all. You want me to tell you, you, want me to tell you how much number two made? So you can... It doesn't matter oh. what number two made! Oh. Well, it sort of does. All right, fine. What did number two make? So who was number two? So The Rock's obviously number one. Yes. Okay. Number two, is this uh, of all celebrities, or are we talking strictly movies? Uh, are like, we could here? I say Jay-Z? No, 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 no. Would no, that no, make no. sense? No, no, no. Uh, actors. Actors. Yeah. So if The Rock is number one... The, the Rock is number one. Number two would be... Tom Cruise? No, uh, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth, $76.4 million last year. Robert Downey Jr. at number three with $66 million last year. Then a, Oh, uh, wait. So that's got to be from... Endgame, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah obviously. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, sure. Jackie Chan at number five. Oh, there's a Bollywood actor named uh, Akshay Kumar. Yep. At number four, and then Jackie Chan at number five. Jackie Chan always in this top five, man. Always yeah. in this top five. Okay, so then I'm gonna say The Rock made like a hundred eighty nine point four. Eighty nine point four. Yeah, it's still <laughs> a lot of money, man. Dude, are you? Kidding Have you me? seen the trailer for the new Jumanji? I did. Yeah? Yeah, it I like it. so good. I like it, it a lot. It looks so good. And you know what? I was kind of skeptical when they announced the second one, and I was like, maybe they should have just left the first one alone. Yeah. Because Why? of the way it, it like, ended. Man, you can do so much know, with that I now. I know, I know. I was just like, they got it right. Like, they did such a great job with it, yeah, right? Yeah, they did. Without screwing with the original Jumanji. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want them to screw up the story. I just didn't want it to jeopardize no, the franchise. You just play another game. You just right? play it's, another it's game. It's the exact same movie, just yeah. with different people as those avatars, I guess. That's so good, and though. And the, the best part is that. So The Rock, because if you know the, the premise of the movie, they're video game characters, and whoever's playing the video game, when you get sucked into the game, you inhabit one of those characters. So it could be like a young girl who winds up in The Rock's body or whatever it is, but in this one, it's uh, Danny DeVito winds up in The Rock's body, and, yeah, and, so um, and Danny Glover winds up in Chris Rock's body, or in Chris um, uh, Kevin, Kevin uh, Hart's Hart. body. Yeah, Kevin Hart's body. But they both do their voices. Like, Kevin Hart does such a good Danny Glover, yeah. and The Rock does such a good Danny DeVito that when you're watching the trailers, you're like... Why did they like? Why did they weird. need the Rock? Because he sounds just like Danny DeVito. Because he's like, the people champion. It's awesome, champ, man. It's awesome. Oh, so good. So I so. can't wait for that. And then at uh, number six, Adam Sandler and Bradley Cooper are tied. What? Yeah, because Adam Sandler has a huge Netflix deal, right? Oh, right. I keep forgetting yeah, about that. Yeah, uh, Chris Evans at number eight. 
Paul Rudd at number four and Will Smith at, sorry, at number eight, Chris Evans, number nine, Paul Rudd, and number 10 is uh, Will Smith. So one, two, three, four. Four out of the top 10 are all from the uh, MCU. And all from one movie. And all from one single (laughs) movie. (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello? Hi there, it's Roz and Mocha. Are we able to speak with Tay? Yes, you are. Give me one second. Wait, is Tay still sleeping? Yeah, he is. I'm about to wake him up. Okay. (laughs) Don't tell him it's us yet. Don't tell him, don't tell him. Okay, okay, no problem. Hey, there's someone on the phone for you. Yeah, say hello. Hello. Yo, Tay, what's up, dude? It's Ron Zamoka. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Happy birthday. Thank you. Eight years old. It's a big age. Yeah. What do you got planned for today? I'm just going to go to Cameron's Wonderland, but then I'm going to go to Dave and Buster's. Whoa, oh, nice. A, yeah, Dave and Buster's like birthday. right there, right by Wonderland. Um, what's your favorite ride at Wonderland? Are you like big time into coasters? Are you into games? Do you like the, uh, um, like the water park there? We go to the water park for a few hours. Then we go to the, um, the rides. Oh, okay. Have you been to Wonderland yet this summer already? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did you try the Yukon Striker? I still haven't gone on it yet. No. Oh, okay. How about Leviathan? Do you like that roller coaster? I haven't been on it yet either. Oh, Okay. You sound like a good kid, and it's always so wonderful to have. I love the young listeners, man. I love the young fans. I met a bunch of young fans in the last couple of days, and yeah. you guys are just the best. Like, you're just the best. It's, it's, it's everything that we ever hoped would happen when we did this show was we'd get a bunch of you guys listening to it. So happy birthday. Enjoy Wonderland. Enjoy Dave and Buster's. Hell yeah. Thank you. You're very welcome. And thank you for listening to the Raz and Mocha Show. No problem. All right, Tay, you be good. Hello. Ross and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Ross and Mocha got you. Hi, Jason. It's Ross and Mocha. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Doing great, man. So, Jason, you wrote us this. Uh, Ross and Mocha, Fix My Life now. My fiancé and I have been engaged for a year now and have a huge issue. Both our families don't like each other. My fiancé's family is very small. She's half Filipino and half English Scottish. Uh, She only has her mom, dad, and brother. The rest of her family either passed away or live in the Philippines. She's never met or talked to them. However, my family's pretty big. We're planning our wedding and don't know what to do with our families who don't get along. We just need them to coexist for one day. Why don't they get along? So her parents are very, um, so they're Catholic and my parents are not. They're very like laid back, chill. Um, my, her parents are very, um, they're against like tattoos and like, so I have tattoos and stuff. Mm-hmm. So my mom, her mom was like, um, I don't like him because he has tattoos. And also my parents smoke, right? Mm-hmm. And they're very against that and don't think that it's good for her daughter to be dating someone's family that is like, who smokes and who has tattoos and whatever. So, um, <laughs> you're gonna like rob a bank or something? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> it sounds to me not so much that the, the families don't get along, but it sounds to me like her family doesn't approve of you yeah. as, a, as a whole package. Yeah. Right. Do you get along that, with that's the family? A diff- that's a different problem. Um, I get along with the parents, yeah. Like their parents are like their parents are fine, um, but her mom is like also like fake too in a way. Like she's two faced, so like she'll be nice to my face, and then 
my fiance would go back to her mom and she was like, oh, this and this. I don't like this about him or blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And wow. how does your how does your fiance feel about all of this? Um, she does, um, does she sort of like take she, their side? Does she sort of try no, and rationalize she, or understand where they're coming from or no? Yeah, she does. She's always telling them like, you guys like give him a chance. Like he's not like a bad guy. Like I love him so much. Like I'm marrying this guy. Like these views that her family has that she was raised with the, 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 the Catholicism and the, the sort of judgy attitude towards tattoos and this kind of stuff. She doesn't have that same. No, she does not. Okay. Okay, so that's just the family. So she sort of broke free from that, right? She actually has tattoos. Like she went. And like oh, she so what tattoo. the hell's their problem? Wait, do they know that she's tattoos. got tattoos? Yeah. So she went. Wow. Um, she wanted a tattoo when she was sixteen, and her mom was like, "No, I'm against tattoos. Absolutely not." Yeah. And then um, when she turned eighteen, she got a few, and her mom was so mad at her. Yeah. It was so. like that time when I was thirteen, <laughs> and my dad got mad that I got a, my ear pierced. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was like real upset. Was he? Yeah. 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 He was Back real upset. Day, he was it's close, a tough thing. He goes to me. Said, I knew I had two daughters. I didn't realize I had three. <laughs> yeah, you should have saw my old man's face when he found out I got my nipple pierced. <laughs> we'll say that story for another day. Yeah. Now I, they they say that when you marry somebody, you marry their family, and, and to a certain extent, that you know that's true. But if it's not going to be a problem, like if you're only trying to figure out how to navigate one day, and that one day is going to be the wedding. And then after yeah. that, you guys can sort of just maybe do the bare minimum with family visits and be cordial, yeah. be, you know, sort of, you know, don't try and rock the boat, but it, you know, your wife can still go and see her family. You don't have to go every single time. You can sit some of them out. That's fine. Yeah. Which I do. As long as these issues, all of these issues, right. Only become a problem if they start to divide you and your wife. Okay. Okay. Where she thinks that maybe you don't like her family or she thinks that maybe you don't respect them or she thinks that maybe you don't want to spend time with them or she thinks that maybe you regret marrying her because her family's crap, right? All that stuff. Mm -hmm. When it starts to divide the two of you, that's when it becomes a problem. If they're just crap and you guys are awesome... It's not gonna. It's not gonna be that big of an issue, man. It's really not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not. I don't think you have it as bad as you think you do, Jason. Yeah. Now, what do your okay. parents have to say, or how do they feel, or how do they act around your future in-laws? Um, they only met once, and they were like very like um, like standoffish. They had nothing in common. Um, it was like a very awkward. Time for yeah, them. that's like, gonna happen, like, though, man. That's mm-hmm. gonna happen. Yeah. You can't expect everyone to like get along all the time. No, they don't. Have, yeah, they yeah. don't have to be friends. No, I, th- I think that I, I think that their problem is with you and not so much your yeah. family. No offense. No, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's something that you're gonna have to just deal with. And with, I think uh, that they're gonna be a okay on your wedding day. I think they'll be able to. You said in your in your note to us that you just need them to coexist for one day. I think yeah. that they will yeah. because just you know just based on the conversation we're having with you, as Ross said, the problem no offense is you and not either of the sides not getting along with one another uh are you do they want you guys to have like a big catholic wedding uh no her my my fiance and i just want like a small wedding um what do they want for their daughter um they really didn't say like they don't talk about that stuff well, behind your back, they do. Trust yeah, me. Trust me. They're talking. Probably. About it. They're talking about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think you're okay, Jason. Yeah, as long as long as you two are good, and this is not going to be a, a spike in your relationship, then you guys are going to be fine. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, but just just know, have a conversation with her, and you can sit some visits out. Okay. Okay, bro? Okay, thank you guys okay, so much. Thanks, take Jason. Take care. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life, only on KISS. I was thinking for the podcast, maybe I won't yell, let's do the news anymore. Why? I don't know. Because maybe, like, I'll just say it, but I don't know if I want to yell. It's a different thing. No. The energy's different. Dude, the energy's come on. different on this show. No, it's not. Yeah, it's a bit different. No, you have to yell. Let's yeah, it, it, it's not the, the, the same. Like, yeah. regardless, if you listen to our show, we're based yeah. out of Toronto and we're on 6 to 10 a.m., Monday to Friday, yeah. Eastern. You can listen to us anytime, kiss92.5.com. Yeah. Then, right before the news at 6 47, 40, and 8 40, you always yell, let's do the news. I know. And now, for the past 96, now 97 episodes of the podcast, yeah. it's been let's do the news the yeah. way we do it on the radio show. So people feels, know it, people are used different. to it. Yeah, I don't know. It just feels different. You don't feel different right now? No. Yeah, no, like there's no difference in how you feel. Like you don't feel like Wait, the pot. Is this a trick question? Am I is supposed to say yes and no. then you're going to yell, let's do the news? No, I don't. Well, no. I would like you to though. Can you do that? What? Hey, Mocha, you ready? Yeah. Let's do the news! Here we go! <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. So Robert De Niro's production company is suing an ex-employee for binge-watching Friends at Work. <laughs> what? Yeah, so Robert De Niro's production company suing former vice president of production of finance, Chase Robinson, for spending, quote, astronomical amounts of time watching Friends and other hit shows on Netflix, according to the lawsuit. During a four-day span in January, Robinson watched 55 episodes of Friends while at work. Oh, my God. Added to that, during another four-day period in March, she allegedly watched 20 episodes of Arrested Development and 10 episodes of Schitt's Creek. <laughs> Great show, They the say, way. quote, watching shows on Netflix was not in any way part of or related to the duties and responsibilities of Robinson's employment. The $6 million lawsuit states. Wow. Yes, $6 million is what they want. Uh, and on information and belief was done for her personal entertainment, amusement, and pleasure at times when she was being paid to work. So that's But do what they you have do. like proof proof that she was actually watching those shows? Like what if she had it on the computer and it was streaming and she was still working and it what, was she, she like, just had 55 episodes of friends on in the background like, yeah, like in the background i wouldn't care i wouldn't care you're still fired that's you're a lot of bandwidth you're, you're using too st- right <laughs> you're still fired depending on where they were it's six million dollars may not even cover the bandwidth uh the world's oldest living pet tommy the tortoise celebrates his what birthday mocha oh man tommy the tortoise think- celebrates his what birthday and things live forever um how old is the world's oldest living pet? I don't know. 101? 121. No! Yeah. 121? Yeah. Get out of here. Tommy, who's actually a girl that this round of the family discovered was the tortoise was a girl, but they just thought it was a boy. Yeah. Uh, has survived two world wars, six different monarchs, and 21 U.S. presidents. Born in 1898, Tommy has been Sheila Flores's in Sheila Flores' family since 1909 when her grandmother Margaret bought her for a dollar when the tortoise was already 11 years old. Sheila claims that Tommy's longevity can be attributed to her healthy diet of garden weeds and plenty of love from her owners over the past 121 years. Now, remarkably, Tommy hibernates for six months out of the year but always wakes up April 1st. Yeah. 
<laughs> she like, says, "Hey, fool's not dead, you bitches." Yeah, but how do you when something is 121 and then starts goes to sleep and doesn't wake up for six months? At what point do you not think that maybe she's gone? Yes, for good. Yes. But then also, if something does sleep for six months, you don't want to wake it up after like a month. That's mean. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, that REM sleep. (laughs) You start dreaming and stuff. Uh, It's like wake somebody up. That's like sleepwalking. You can't do that. Uh, The uh, tortoise, however, is healthy. They suspect she could live for another 50. Why? You go, girl. (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. The ridiculous Instagram privacy hoax from 2012 fooled all the major superstars again yesterday. It's so wild. So everybody was posting on Instagram this like screen grab of part of the agreement that we all sign with Instagram when we when we sign up. And it was, don't forget, tomorrow starts the new Instagram rule where they can use your photos Don't forget deadline day. Basically what they were saying, okay, is that Instagram now had the ability to use your photos against you in court. Wherever that would come up. And then Instagram came out to say, no, this is, there's no truth to this. But that was only after Rob Lowe, Pink, Ashley Graham, Zoe Saldana, Adriana Lima, Eva Longoria, and Josh Brolin all posted the hoax to their own Instagrams. And everybody else that I follow. And then that's like what happens. friends and stuff. Right? That's what happens is that it just gets way out of hand. Uh, Larry King getting divorced again. No! <laughs> no! Uh, 85-year-old Larry King filed the paperwork in Los Angeles Superior Court yesterday to end his 22-year marriage with uh, Sean King. That was his seventh wife. The couple tied the knot in a hospital room in 1997, just three days before Larry had surgery to clear a clogged blood vessel. They have two sons. Uh, they're 20 and 19. King has been married eight times to seven women. Do the math on that. Twitter was just like lighting up yesterday <laughs> when that was announced. How, how unhappy can you be at 85? Somebody wrote, Larry Qu- Larry King must be one optimistic mf for to file for divorce at the age of 85. Thank you. Somebody wrote, sees Larry King is trending. He's not dead, just getting his seventh divorce. <laughs> Somebody else wrote, dog, you're 85. Maybe just ride this one out until the end. <laughs> that's, that's, what I, that's what I'm saying, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Taylor Swift says that, yes, she will re-record her back catalog after Scooter Braun bought it. What? So if you remember, the when Scooter Braun paid, I think it was like $300 million for Big Machine, which was the label that owns Taylor's catalog, Taylor went on Tumblr and said that this was her, quote, worst case scenario, and then accused Scooter Braun of bullying her in the past through his clients like Kanye West and Justin Bieber. And Kelly Clarkson tweeted at one point, hey, what about this idea? Why not just re-record your back catalog? <laughs> and that way your fans can just buy the new recordings and Ooh. you can make all the money off Yo, it. She's going to make so much money. And everybody was like, that's like a kind of fun, you know, trolley sort of notion, but really not that feasible to do. But... Taylor's got a big interview where I guess some of it airs this morning at nine 
on CBS where they asked her if she has a plan to create new masters of her classic songs to regain control of her music on her early albums. And Taylor's answer was, yeah, absolutely. Sean Spicer has responded after Dancing with the Stars host Tom Bergeron slammed him uh, for being selected as one of the contestants on Dancing with the Stars. So Bergeron wrote this on Instagram. A few months ago during a lunch with Dancing with the Stars' new executive producer, I offered suggestions for season 28. Chief among them was my hope that Dancing with the Stars in its return following an unprecedented year-long hiatus would be a joyful respite from our exhausting political climate and free of inevitably divisive bookings from any party affiliations. I left that lunch convinced that we were in agreement. Subsequently, a decision was made to, as we say in Hollywood, go in a different direction. So Sean Spicer announced as one of the people on Dancing with the Stars. This is how Bergeron sort of low-key shaded him yesterday during the announcement. Oh, Oh, do you have the clip there? I'm sorry. That's okay. Also on Dancing with the Stars, Christy Brinkley, uh, James Vanderbeek, Lamar Odin, Ray Lewis, uh, Kel Mitchell, Hannah Brown, Lauren uh, Aliana, Mary Wilson, Allie Brooke, Caramo Brown from Queer Eye, and of course, Sean Spicer. The nice thing is, Sean will be in charge of assessing audience size uh, throughout the episode. So they asked Sean Spicer uh, uh, on the blast how he felt about Tom's comments. And he said, Tom's been a great host uh, to this show for 28 seasons. This show is a great opportunity to be an example how we can have better dialogue and respectfully learn from each other. I would hope by the end of the show, Tom looks at this as more of an opportunity to help reach the divide that exists right now. So there you go on that. Blah, 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 blah. Roz and Mocha Q&A It's now time for Ask Roz and Mocha I have three Apple Podcast reviews I'd like to read to you guys Before we get to the questions that were asked on Instagram, okay? Yeah Uh, So, of course, these are the reviews that you've written and posted uh, In the past couple of days on Apple Podcasts And uh, have given your five-star ratings as well so shout out to you and thank you for that uh the more of these that we get the more we'll read on uh every episode of the podcast so terrence pendon writes best podcast this has to be the best podcast out there it has everything you've ever wanted comedy suspense emotion etc love what you guys do and i hope they keep doing it for 10 more years plus you know what terrence so do i yeah oh wow dude check out this name somebody left okay are you ready here we go hit me Mrs. Weston. Oh, here we go. My mom. Who doesn't I mean, I'm know just kidding. Ross's last name, Weston. Yeah. I was going to say, it's probably your mom's. Yeah. You guys truly bring me joy every day. I started listening to you guys when I was going through a tough time in my life, Aww. but you've brought a smile to my face every day. I have listened to each podcast at least two times, and I am so excited to start at number one again. Wow. Thank you for all that you do, XOXO. So, Mrs. Weston, thank you for your review and for your five-star rating that's such a long time though like how long are the podcasts sometimes like two hours some of them like go some over of them four were, geez that's like, especially a lot like hours. some of the early ones right it's a lot of hours thank you so much yeah uh frenchie seven seven five five zero wrote this i'm a fan of the razamoga show and i love to listen to their podcast it makes my day i've been listening to kiss 92.5 from the time i moved to canada 
This is the only radio I listen to. My husband introduced me to the podcast, and since then, it's the only radio station I listen to as it makes my day go a lot smoother having three kids uh, ages five and under. Love you. So, Frenchie77550, thank you very much for your rating, your five-star rating, and your review. Again, Apple Podcasts is where we get all these uh, reviews from. Hello, Kelsey. Good morning. How are you? Doing great. How are you today? Uh, doing pretty good. All right. Friendly reminder to everybody listening. These are the questions. Ask Ross and Mocha that we get from Instagram uh, at kiss925 is where we find them. And we're going to try to get through as many as we can right now, including yours, Kelsey. What is it? Yeah, mine was uh, do either of your kids have a special way to manipulate you so they don't get into trouble? <laughs> wow. So... Roz, your daughter is uh, nine, and a half. nine and a half. My son is two. Yeah. Does Roxy have any way that she would like look at you or say something and it just like melts your heart? Well, I'll tell you this though. In, in order for you to recognize that they have a way to manipulate you so they don't get in trouble, they would first have to be doing something that they would get in trouble for. Right. And I will say this, that Rox doesn't do things that she gets in trouble for, right? Oh, wow, okay. Like she just, she just doesn't. Like I, I've, I don't know when I've like, I mean, a couple of times in the last year or so, she tested out the idea of like lying yeah. right? or, or embellishing or something. And when that happens, she feels incredibly terrible. Like yeah. she feels so bad when she gets caught. And then I sit down and I explain to her, I'm like, listen, I asked you, and it's something as simple as she didn't eat her lunch one day or whatever it was. And uh, Catherine was like, why didn't you eat your lunch? And she said, well, because I had to go and do this class and we had to stay longer. She just didn't want to eat her lunch, but yeah. she didn't want to get in trouble for not eating her lunch. So she made up something. And then Catherine goes, but you didn't do that today because I talked to your teacher and you didn't have that class that were that Ooh, part of that class today. Caught. And then Roxy, she got busted. And I go, listen, here's the thing, Roxy. You could have said, I didn't want my lunch today. Okay. Yeah. And then we would have dealt with that. But you told a lie. And if I asked you four follow-up questions, which is then, why didn't you eat your lunch? Which was, how was that class? Why did the teacher keep you longer? And why didn't they give you time to eat your lunch afterwards? So off of that one lie, if I simply asked you four questions because I'm curious as your dad, why you didn't get a chance to eat your lunch, you would have given me four new lies. Yeah. So because you didn't want to say that you didn't want to eat your lunch, you have now lied to me potentially five times. It's not one lie. It's five. And yeah. so she got it from there. Um, but I will say this, that her sort of way to manipulate me is she knows what sets me off. And certain things will set me off, which is... Um, not paying attention to the sort of world around her or how fortunate she is with certain things. Sure. She has never once, like my kid has so much stuff, right? But there's also stuff that she doesn't have. Mm -hmm. And she has never once come at me with, but so-and-so has that. Gotcha. Or, or can we do this? No. Well, so-and-so does that. Never. That has never even come up because she knows as soon as she says that it's game over. Yeah. Right? So she, she knows how to manipulate me in the sense that she's just a good kid. Like she knows that she will get everything that I have to give her if she just shuts up and is just a really, really great <laughs> kid. Right? But if she tries to sort of play a game, she gets nothing. And so I think that she knows that. 
Do you so, give her like a certain look? Like, does, is there a Roz look? No, because she doesn't do anything to get in trouble. I just want to hang out with her. Yeah. That's why I just bought a, a Nintendo Switch so we could just sit on the couch together and play, play Mario, Mario Kart, Kart yeah, right? Like, boy. that's it. Like, I just want to, I just want to hang out with her, you know? And she's, and she knows that she got the Switch because she's, you know, she's just a good kid and she never asked for it, right? Like, she never asked for it. I would say because Cruz is only two years old, yeah. he Oof. still has, you know, a oh, long yeah. way to go before the, Full manipulation, yes. but it is starting. Yeah, and because I love being his dad so much, yeah. I give in every single time. Do, huh? So the two moves that he pulls is like, let's say it's something like he wants a specific, like a cookie, right? Yeah, yeah. he'll take my hand and walk me into the kitchen, and he'll point, and he'll ask for the cookie, yeah. and I'll be like, no, and then he'll like kind of like look at me with these cute little eyes that he has and he's like please daddy and I'm like oh my god dude <laughs> come on man or like if I if I'm holding him and he'll like wrap his arms around me and like put his head on my yeah. on my shoulder and I'm like Little man, you can have anything that you I want. I know, I know. We become such sucks. <laughs> uh, the one thing that she will be, that she is able to sort of, you know, puppy dog eye her way into is she still likes to sleep with us. Yeah. Right. And so she'll negotiate. She starts a negotiation of like, okay, what if it's tonight? And then I'll like, not for five nights. And even on like the sixth day, I'll ask, but then you don't have to give me a guarantee. Aww. She's like, we can negotiate that. And then it's always, she'll just look at me and go, Dad chopsticks, and I'm like, oh god, okay, chopsticks. Uh, because, what are chopsticks? Okay, again? so it's. I always say this: if you're going to sleep with us, I always say you have to be chopsticks, not starfish. Okay, right? So chopsticks mean you lie like you're a chop, like you're a chopstick, like you put your hands by oh, your side, straight. straight. You fall asleep <laughs> like straight, like an arrow. Yeah. Like I just put a pencil in the bed, yeah. not starfish, where I then get hit with your knees and your feet and your hands and everything else all night. As soon as you start starfishing, I'm throwing you in your bed. Yeah. So it's a choice you have to make starfish or chopsticks and so she always just looks at me and goes dad and I go what rock she goes chopsticks and I'm like oh <laughs> yes go and then I go and tuck her into I go and tuck her in our bed uh, what about you Kelsey you have kids I do I have three under six. Oh, okay Ooh. so what are their so, their kind of techniques or tactics to manipulate you so very much like my oldest uh, she's like Roxy in the sense that she doesn't really get into trouble very often she's mm -hmm. a really good kid does what she's supposed to but once in a while when she does something, usually it's because I have to ask her to do something a thousand times. Yeah. And I spend a lot of time by myself without my husband. So because it's like kind of expected to be done on the first try, if it's not done on the first try, then I get, I have to ask her again and again, and I get a little bit upset. So she still has like this big blanket that she keeps on her bed that she puts into a big ball and uses as a pillow every night. <laughs> so if she's not listening to me, I will take her blanket, put it in the closet, and she'll sit outside of the closet and talk to her blanket. Oh, wow. It's oh. like, oh, I can't handle that. That's <laughs> oh, wow. So usually so like, what, like, the blanket, oh, blanket will come I back I miss out. you so much. Oh. And yeah, I wish okay. I was holding you right now. Tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow, wow. no problem. What a heartless yeah. monster you are. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> and then, yeah, I have a two-and-a-half-year-old, too. She's... um. Well, she's my middle child and she acts like it. So uh, she started doing this thing where she'll pucker up her lips and dance when she knows she's in trouble because then I start laughing. Right. Yes. So, yes. So and then the punishment is less harsh at that point. <sighs> right. Yeah, right. She could have just whacked her brother over the head with a toy and, and then she just starts dancing and I'm just in the corner cowering by myself <laughs> laughing. So, <laughs> and then my other guy, he's only one. So, I mean, 
he just manipulates me by He's crying. Got a long way to go, yeah. Big eyes. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know for sure, for yeah. sure. Uh, hey, Kelsey, love you lots. Thanks very much for listening to the yes, uh, Roz and Mocha show and to our podcast. Excellent. Happy anniversary to you guys. Oh, oh thank, thank you. you. All right, we'll talk to you later. Take we'll care. Bye, Roz. Yes. Chopsticks. Shut up, Maury. You're so weird. Brandon asks, <laughs> "Can Mocha and Maury do a challenge on on who does the best impressions of famous characters, i.e., Kermit the Frog, Morgan Freeman, Forrest oh, Gump?" Geez. Well, it just so happens that Morgan Freeman's in the room, so what a great question. I don't know who that is, but this is the real Morgan Freeman. Ring, ring, there's an imposter in the room. Morgan Freeman's over here. See, I'm going to tell you something. The way, you know what sells mochas more than yours, Maury, is the way mocha says Morgan. What do you, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't do Morgan. Morgan was right okay. here. Just pause. Okay, Jesus Christ. Don't make me jump through these hoops. I'm trying to explain to you. Like, Say Morgan Freeman. Say, hello, this is Morgan Freeman. Hello, this is Morgan Freeman. Now hello, you go. This is Morgan Freeman. Hear that? No, it's Hear just how he a says different Morgan? voice. No, 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 no. no. Morgan. Yeah, yeah, that's how he says his yes. name. Morgan Freeman. Yes. Okay, do you guys have lines there? Can we actually do some lines? I think I gave you a script from Shawshank. Yeah, here we go. Okay, so Maury, you go first. I have to remind myself that some birds aren't meant to be caged. Their feathers are just too bright. Oh, okay. Now, Mocha? I have to remind myself that some birds are meant, aren't meant to be caged. Their feathers are just too bright. Okay. Oh, but the real Morgan Freeman wouldn't stumbled on a word. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't stumbled on a word? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the problem though. Here's here's what I've noticed. Here's yeah. what I've noticed. You almost need to like uh, cleanse your palate because Mocha, what, sometimes when you do Morgan Freeman, you morph into Forrest Gump. <laughs> do I? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's do Forrest Gump now. Okay, so let's, so we do, can let's do, do okay. comparison. Do we have a Forrest Gump script or do we you guys just want to freestyle? Forrest Gump, freestyle. this is the scene when he's, okay. uh, he's talking to Jenny when they're at Jenny's house okay. and... Forrest asks Jenny to marry him. Oh my God! Okay, so do you want me uh, to be? You want yeah. me to be Jenny? Sure. Okay, I'll <laughs> okay. I'll be Jenny. Okay. Uh, you so you want to go first, Maury? Yeah, Maury, you go first. Will you marry me? I'd make a good husband, Jenny. You would, Forrest. But you won't marry me. You don't want to marry me. Why don't you love me, Jenny? I'm not the smart man, but I know what love is. <laughs> that may be. Is that not the, that's the worst Forrest Gump that anybody's ever done, right? That is the right? most inaccurate Forrest Gump I'd ever heard in my entire life. Right. And does he say, I'm not a smart man or I'm not the smart man? I believe the line is, I may not be a smart man. Right. Okay. All right. Paraphrasing Forrest Gump. Okay, uh, Mocha, you go now with Forrest Gump. I will All be right. happy to be your Jenny Forrest. Aww. Okay. All right. Will you marry me? I'd make a good husband, Jenny. You would, Forrest. But you won't marry me? You don't want to marry me. Why don't you love me, Jenny? I may not be a smart man, but I do know what love is. Oh, see, this guy got goosebumps. I got goosebumps. I'll give you goosebumps. <laughs> Will you marry me? <laughs> uh, what else do you guys? Do you For, do, uh, Kermit, do Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog. Okay. Kermit the Frog here. Oh, see, that's so... Oh. Mocha's... Oh. Oh. All right, here we go. Okay. Kermit so. the Frog here. No. Oh! No, 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 no. Okay, so uh, let's do an actual Kermit line because it's very easy to just sort of fall Kermit back on the frog. crutch of Kermit the Frog Kermit here. Frog here. Okay, so uh, Mari, you go first here with uh, line number one. Just because you haven't found your talent doesn't mean you don't have one. 
Okay. You almost sound more so, like Forrest yeah, Gump there. That's that's like <laughs> that's better for that's a better forest than your forest. Yeah. <laughs> Kermit, uh, Kermit, just because you haven't found your talent yet doesn't mean you don't have one. Wow. Okay, okay next okay. line, next line. Changes happen as time passes by. Soon enough, you'll be grown. You sound like you got a fat ass tongue. <laughs> changes, changes, changes. <clears throat> All right, ready? Yeah, go. Changes happen as time passes by. Soon enough, you'll be grown. Wow, that was actually not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Shem's in here. You're shaking your head. Why are you Shem shaking your head? Shem here on the Raza Mocha Show. And Shut oh, up. Okay. Oh, okay, hold on, on now. Shem. Okay, okay. so Shem works on the Raza Mocha Show. Hold Hello. on here. Wait, 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 wait. Maury, can you give him, because we have, we're going to do this. We're going to do it right. So here, Maury. All right, which one are you doing? Uh, Kermit and Forrest. Okay, so and, um, hold on and, here. Uh, okay, so Forrest. let's, okay, wait. We're going to go around the, we'll, we'll go around the room one more time. Right. So Maury, grab, grab your script. Maury, we're going to do Forrest again. I will be your Jenny. Then we'll do Mocha. Then we'll do you, Shem. Just to remind everybody. Okay. Maury, please. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's getting into character because we're okay, switching okay, powers. Okay. I know you just. I know you just did a lot of Kermit. I get right. it. I get it. Yeah, okay. 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 Go. Okay. Go. <laughs> will you marry me? I'd make a good husband, Jedi. You would, Forrest. But you won't marry me. You don't want to marry me. Why don't you love me, Jenny? I'm not the smart man, but I know what love is. Okay. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay Mocha, now you go. Okay, now you go. All right. <clears throat> okay, I will be your Jenny. I will be your Jenny. Will you marry me? I'd make a good husband, Jenny. You would, Forrest. But you won't marry me. You don't want to marry me. Why don't you love me, Jenny? I may not be a smart man, but I do know what love is. Oh, uh, I don't know good. what that was. <laughs> <laughs> right, here we go. Shem. Okay, so Shem, <clears throat> you, you give me your forest now. Will you marry me? I'd make a good husband, Jenny. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you would, Forrest. But you won't marry me. You don't want to marry me. Why don't you love me, Jenny? I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. <laughs> Okay, okay, that hold was on. Forest after a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, it was, sl- it was a little strokey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It was a little I can strokey. Say, I can say, Chef, your forest gone by thing is a little bit better than mine. No, I, I'm, I convinced. say your forest to really? me, Mocha, you are my, you are my number one. Maury, un- I, I, I apologize. I'll, but I'm your number three. You're my number three. <laughs> <laughs> Chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Sorry, okay. did you call for Morgan Freeman? <laughs> oh, can you do Morgan show? No, I can do Kermit though. You, okay, oh, so, yeah, okay, so let's Kermit do. The frog. Okay, so here, Maury, again, you go first, then okay. Mocha, and then we'll Kermit. hit you up, Shem. Just because you haven't found your talent doesn't mean you don't have one. <laughs> what did he do? What did he say at the end? Dippity doo. Kermit the Frog has never once in his entire life said dippity doo. Okay, so Mocha, you right. give us Kermit, Kermit now, please. Kermit the Frog, just because, you, just because you haven't found your talent yet doesn't mean you don't have one. Oh, see, that's a good one. Shem? <clears throat> the winner. Ready? Yeah, yeah. Uh, just because you haven't found your talent yet doesn't mean you don't have one. Chill out, Urkel. Okay, oh. hold on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You're doing strokey gump and you're doing green urkel. Now I have to do Morgan Freeman? Yeah. Oh, try no, Morgan I can't Freeman. Do that. Morgan, no. give me a taste of Morgan Freeman, please. Okay. This is Morgan Freeman. 
I have to remind myself that some birds aren't meant to be caged. Their feathers are just too bright. Oh, wow. Oh, oh he yeah, said, oh, wow. I know, I heard that. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of intimidating. Okay, <clears throat> go for it. I have to remind myself that some birds aren't meant to be caged. Their feathers are just too bright. I sound like Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> I lose. I say, it almost sounds like you're trying to do it like sexy Morgan Freeman. Oh, God. <laughs> Thank you so much, Shem. That was awesome. Oh, my God. That was uh, so funny. Okay. Uh, next question here. MPS oh, 80. Are you done with Morgan? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Morgan. Yeah, we're done with Morgan. Thank you, I'll Morgan. Send you okay. my bill. Thank um, you. MPS 80 said, name one expensive purchase you regretted after buying it. <laughs> oh, jeez! I don't really. Uh, okay, I will say this: like in my in, in, I have my life when it comes to finances. I have like part one, part two, and part three. Um, part one was I had no money when I was living on my own, and yeah. I used to buy ridiculous things. Like my financial goal when I first moved to Toronto was to be able to pay my rent, which was three hundred and thirty-three dollars a month. Wow. Okay. Because I live with two other people. So it was, that was what we each paid. Yeah. So my rent was $333 a month. And then my goal in order to what I thought was living a good life Uh was to be able to afford, um, uh, a coffee in a restaurant once a day and a CD once a week. Ooh. So that was my financial sort of goal, right? Yeah. Then when I got a credit card, when I started making a little bit more money, I got a credit card and I racked up $16,000 worth Ooh. of musical equipment. Oh, wow. On, on the credit card. Yeah. And it was at like a ridiculous like 18% interest rate. And I remember that took me... I got that when I was about 23, 23, and I paid it off when I was 40, officially. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It took me that, it took me so that long. So all those years, you were just basically paying interest. Yeah, yeah. So you finished paying it off four years ago. Yeah. No, no, about five years ago, about five years ago. I was in my thirties, definitely in my thirties wow. when, I, when I finally, when I finally got rid of it. Yeah. When I finally got rid of it. Oof. So I don't have a lot. I, and now I'm just like, you're so you know, rich. It doesn't matter. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> no, but I don't, uh, I don't buy uh, things that I can't afford. Yeah. Right. There's like no so. Such thing. Well, no. Yeah. No. True. Uh, but no. But I just I don't buy things that I can't afford. Like I don't know when the last time I looked at something and, and then the price of it. Where then I went and I was just like, okay, so if I do this and I do this, I could be able to. Like I just don't have that. Right. Yeah. Because like, I don't buy. I don't have big expensive interests. Like I'm not into art and I'm not into cars. Sure. And I'm not into sort of all those things where I may regret a purchase. I don't own a boat. I don't have any of those things. I think the most expensive thing that I bought in like the last couple of years was the pool at the cottage. And do I regret that? Hell no. I look good in a bathing suit. You do. (laughs) Mocha, do you have anything that you regret buying? Um, You know what? I believe we talked about this maybe two or three podcasts ago, but I have um, uh, an addiction to buying sneakers. Oh, that's right. You do. Right? So I would say buying sneakers that I know I don't need, but also buying sneakers that I don't that I know that I don't need that I also don't wear. Oh, right. Yes. But just collectible sneakers. Not even. Like I see them and I'm like, yeah, they would look good and I'll buy them. Like in my closet right now, mm-hmm. I have maybe six or five or six pair yeah. that 
are ready to go, but I just haven't worn them I yet. did that once with Converse, an Andy Warhol pair of Converse I'll never wear. Right, but you like Andy Warhol, though. These are just straight up These shoes. These are just like straight up How many pairs sneakers? of runners do you have at home, do you think, Mocha? 30-something, maybe? What the hell? Yeah. yeah. And these Probably are, and 30. how much do they cost? I don't even know what a pair of Jordans. You're like counting Jordans. pairs, right? Not individual shoes. <laughs> yeah. What does a pair of Jordans cost these days? I don't it even depends. know. It depends. Anywhere from know. like one, like on the low end, like 120. Yeah. On the high end, like three something. Really? Yeah. I think the most expensive pair of Jordans I bought were probably like 375 maybe. That's like a pair of Christian Louboutin. <laughs> yeah, but only yes, but only Jordans. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Mark? It was the last. Okay, uh, so like I have material things that are expensive that I've bought, like spray paint cans and stuff. I don't regret that. I do regret spending almost five thousand dollars on a trip to meet Mariah Carey in Vegas. So I spent five grand to shake her hand. Right, Ooh. and you had already met her before that. Yeah, yeah. And this was just a trip to go to Vegas, see the show. And meet her. Right. And it's like, we're still paying that off. Did you get pressured into that from Matthew? Hell yeah. yeah. Do you think I would have yeah. done that on my own? Yes. Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah. Wait, you guys don't regret the $2,000 curtain rod that you bought from Restoration Hardware? <laughs> it's still in a box? still in a box like three or four years later that's like behind the bedroom door because and you don't no, have curtains for them yet? I'm not allowed to regret that purchase. Why? <laughs> because Matthew absolutely can't wait to put them up when we eventually pay for the panels. How much are the panels? They're a uh, thousand each. Where are they from? Restoration hardware. But why not just go find material that is very much like it and have them made? Because Matthew wants the ones from Restoration Hardware. He's obsessed with that place. They're not for drapes? They're for like panels? They're like crushed velvet drapes that'll go on this bar once it's put up. Dude, you know that you could just go to a, a fabric store and buy that, like even really, really super high-end yeah. material, and the store will make them for you. Then can we still at least say they're from Restoration You Hardware? can say whatever you want, but but who do you need to say that to? Like that's part the of the one problem. person that comes visit us every yeah, year. Yeah, but why not just go have them made? I had drapes made. I've, I've had all my drapes made. I've, yeah. I haven't bought drapes for a place in forever. It is so much cheaper to go and have them made. So much cheaper. Oh, I completely agree with you, and we would finally have window coverings. Yeah. Do you need window coverings? Yes. Oh, okay. For all the debauchery? I don't want to know <laughs> why. That's why I didn't ask why. <laughs> okay, here's a question from probably Christian Maglalang. Yeah. Maglalang. Yeah. What's your favorite sandwich? Oh. Straight up. What Ooh, is your favorite fish. sandwich? Now, pause for one second. We are not going to have the discussion, Maury, of what constitutes a sandwich. We all no. know what a sandwich is. Yes. Let's just talk about our favorite sandwich. Tuna okay. fish. Okay. Really? How about Absolutely you, Absolutely love Ross? tuna fish sandwich. Yeah, I like tuna a lot too. Um, but I would say like overall, what sandwich do I enjoy the most? Like tuna's real good, but I'm... There's to me, there's something about a club sandwich mm. with fresh tomatoes and amazing roast chicken and bacon cooked like the perfect way on the perfect bread with double mayo on top and on bottom. Oh. And like to me, there's just something about a club sandwich that just does it for me. When it's done right, yeah. I don't know if I enjoy a sandwich mm. more than that. Why did you say right all now. those ingredients with your eyes closed? Because I just, I'm, I'm stacking You're it in my head, man. Picturing it, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. But I do like tuna as well. I, I got tuna. in trouble for eating that in a movie theater. A club sandwich? No, tuna fish. Oh, sandwich. yeah, no, no, don't do that. It's rude. You got a favorite sandwich, Mocha? Uh, Out of veal all the sandwiches? Yeah, dude. Veal parm. A veal sandwich. Oh, and that's in Heck a bun, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, so good. With the sauce, you got to have the cheese, you got to yeah. have the sauteed onions, and no, you got to have right. the mushrooms. 
and uh, some of the hot peppers. Oh, oh that's right. my favorite. You, I'm going to add in favorite. Montreal smoked meat sandwich. Yeah, you can add that in too. Ooh, that's, that's good. That's sometimes good. when the you Ruben, get those Montreal, sometimes when you get those Montreal smoked meat sandwiches, though, they're just too large. Yeah, they're, they're too always large. too large. You have to take some of the meat out. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's too much meat. You just need a, a fork. At yeah, that point. Yeah. yeah, at that point, it's not even a sandwich. And, it's and just like a straight up meal. Yeah, because it's smoked, it, it it comes wet, and so when you put the wet on the bread, it just soaks right through the bread, and then you don't even have a bottom piece of bread anymore no. at that point, and then you're just going at a giant <laughs> plate of meat with <laughs> with a fork. Yeah. It's. I mean, you they're smother delicious. Smother it in mustard. Yeah, they are delicious, though. Mm. Yeah, but I would say club sandwich is my is my number one sandwich. Okay, Celine has this question for us: If you guys are in a music band, what would your band name be? We did this years ago, it and I, I, I repeat it. The... No, I repeat it in my head all the time. It was for when we were the uh, barbershop quartet. Yeah, no, well, I was three of us. No, we. we can't be I think what we decided on. I think what we decided on. You want to say it on the count was, of three? Because I'm pretty sure it's was Man Jam and the Whistle Wetters. Whistle Wetters. Yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the Whistle Wetters. <laughs> yeah, the Whistle Wetters. There you go. Yeah, uh, Rebecca has this question. I find myself in this dilemma a few times now and wondering, when you finish paying for gas and about to push the door open to leave and you see someone about to come inside, do you let them pull the door open and come inside while you stand watching them do so or open the door for them to come in before you step outside? Okay. I found myself trying to open the door for people but bump into them as I'm about to do this. Okay, yeah, so the, okay, whole, so pay, the whole paying for gas thing is has nothing to do with this question. It's because the door opens outward. While they're inside. But it doesn't matter. It could be any door, yeah. depending on what side you're on. Um, okay, so if you're in a if you're at a if you're at anywhere. a door yeah. anywhere, and so the question is what? If, if it, you're leaving and the door opens outward and the person's coming in, yes. they're opening the door by pulling it outward. Yes. Do they hold the door as you exit because you're you know, or do you let them walk in while you wait? I'm gonna say you let the person exit because Otherwise, they're just standing there. If I'm standing at a door and you're on the opposite end, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter, actually, anybody. I, and I don't know why, but it's just habit. I always let the other person through the door mm-hmm. before I go. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that, that you pissed me off the other day. Why? Because you made me look like a chump. What are you talking about? So we were leaving. Mocha and I were leaving. And we have a door downstairs in this building and it's a giant glass wall with a giant glass door in the middle of it. And I was with Mocha on one side of it. And there yeah. was like four people on the other side of it. And we all kind of got there at the same time. And Mocha walked up to the door and hit the button for the automatic door to open. And no, so, that's how you open the door. No, it's, it's not. It's yeah, it is. No, it's no, not. No, it's you not. Push the door. The one just, down here? Yeah, you just yeah, push, you push the, door. the door. Every day I just push that door. No, you d- yeah, it's always unlocked. Dude. It's but always that unlocked. That's the thing. No. You wave your hand. That's for an order. That's a, that's, that's how door. you do the automatic door. That's an option. But the door's not locked. You, you just can just open it. Yeah. I've only ever since they installed that. Uh, You've only swiped your hand because I thought that's how you get out. That's because no. in case you're carrying boxes. Yeah. No. 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 Oh, I didn't know the door yes. opened. Yes. I didn't know that. Oh. I thought it was like because they had this fancy panel. No. You swipe your hand no. across. No. Listen, we're living in in, in 3019 right yes, now. I, I thought. Yes. I thought. You swipe your hand no, and then the bro. door no, opens. No. I thought it was like a security That's in case thing. you're holding boxes. You don't have a free hand. No. So oh. what, so what happened okay. was, okay, maybe I'm not mad at you anywhere because you just didn't know. I didn't know. So what happened was there's Mocha and I standing on one side of this door yeah. and four people on the other side and Mocha hits the thing and this door just slowly starts to open. <laughs> Which yeah. pisses Roz off. And it gets about a foot open and I put my hand on it and I push it the rest of the way yeah. and I walk through. 
right? Because I'm yeah. like, I'm not standing there waiting for this door to open <laughs> with nine people who all have no lives and nothing to do right now. <laughs> and so I push oh, it open lives. and I walk through. Yeah. And I'm marching down the hallway and I look back and Mocha waited for all those other people to go through. Oh, so it made you look bad because you didn't I, let them through. I look like the super who just barged through everybody. <laughs> okay, but let's say if I didn't wave my hand for that door to open, right? Yeah. And you were the first person to touch that door handle yeah. and push the door open, yeah. it wouldn't have changed your action whatsoever. You still would have barged past all those people. Of course I would have. <laughs> <laughs> I have important things to do, man. Jeez. You have to understand uh, that. Uh, listen, you, listen most people in this building know that if they see me, right, and uh, I'm going somewhere and they're coming somewhere uh, else, most people know that what I'm about to do is more important than what they're about to do. <laughs> oh okay? So just step aside. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> Damn it, Maury? In the gas station situation, uh, I would, yeah. if I'm just the one- Just in any situation. Any situation, any situation. I would allow the person to exit first. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's I think so that's not the right. True. I just I think, felt it was the right answer to no, say. No, I think it's I think it's the right thing to do though. And I, but I think that you have to do some sort of physical cue. Like I think that if you're in that situation where you are both at the door at the same time and you want to give you want to let them come through, I think you have to give them a physical cue, which to me would be like a half step to the side. Sure. Right? You know, they open the door, you half step to the side, they walk through. Because so it's whoever whoever gives the physical cue. But I we've think. always had the rule in life let people exit first, like even the subway, right? So whether it's a door or, or anything, it's always let people leave first. Yeah, true, true. Steven <laughs> asks, what's scarier at night for a kid, the basement or the attic? Okay. Do you have an attic? Huh? Do you have an attic? I don't. You don't. And I never had an attic at all. So I'm my answer is always going to be the basement. When it's I went to Portugal basement. once, the house had a bedroom in the basement and I refused to sleep up there because it looked so scary. Okay, so hold on here. So, like it was a winding on, wait, staircase. Wait, wait, you just said it had a, a bedroom in the basement and you refused to sleep up there. Oh, I meant in the attic. So, so what does the basement have to do with it? Nothing. There was no basement. Okay. So there was a winding oh, hold staircase. Hold on. You mean that there was a bedroom in the, in the attic. attic? In the attic. Oh, yes. okay. So winding, like one of those uh, winding metal staircases. Are you sure it wasn't a basement in the attic? No, it was a basement. <laughs> 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 so it had a winding staircase up to this attic where it had just rows of like children's beds and little rocking horses and like dolls and stuff. And I'm like, I'm not where sleeping Where were you staying? At an orphanage? <laughs> It was Matthew's family's house in Portugal, and I guess that's where the kids used to sleep. And it just looked how many so kids did they creepy. have? Fifteen. <laughs> that's weird, man. Right? But so so what, would, they wanted you to sleep in that. They're like, room? do you and Matthew want to sleep upstairs attic? in the attic? And I, I looked upstairs. And I'm like, I am not sleeping up there. There's no way. But like, what did the rest of it look like? Like, did it look like it was done, or was are we talking like? You can see the beams and like the roof trusses with a wooden floor, and there's like dust coming down. Like and in a boxes, scary movie. like like the, the the Christmas decorations are yes. all in a box and yeah, stuff it had, like, like that. Yeah, like the beams, the panels, the wood panels, yeah. hardwood floor, windows with like old drapes on them, wallpaper, like you know, peeling wallpaper on the walls, yeah. a tiny wooden rocking horse thing, right. and like dolls and stuff all around on the walls on shelves and stuff and it was freaky. See for me growing up it was always the basement and I I remember like oh, I have memories of my mother sending me down to the basement to go and bring up the laundry and if it was at night or the the the, the, the light at the bottom of the stairs was burned out or whatever it was I remember having to go downstairs and pulling out all the clothes out of the dryer 
And I never wanted to do it in two trips. So I always wanted to do it in one trip. And I have like yeah. visions, like these memories of like with my arms, like I would just reach into the dryer. And you know when you, you start using the tips of your fingers to grab the things that are left, right? Yeah. Where I would have like my mother's underpants, like at my cheek. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like a soft, like a slip. Like it was like, you know when mom material felt different than any other material sure. in the house, right? It was like a slip or like a panty or something like that, right? And I remember those feel like just like my arms full of like that silky, sort of like mom stuff that rubs up against my mom and then I would have to arm so it all together it's so wrong and I'm also and I'm also terrified yeah. and then I'm running up the stairs uh, with all of this because I don't want to get murdered uh, in the basement I remember whenever I used to have to go to the basement for something like as you said to empty the, the, the washer dryer yeah. or to get something for one of my parents that said hey go to the basement grab me this whatever yeah. I it was either talking or singing but I would do it very loudly sure. <laughs> so yeah. the monsters knew you were coming so the monsters yeah. or the murderer or whoever yeah. knew that I was down there yeah. and just to like calm myself down I guess yeah do you remember right. the song we always had no. we, we always had finished basements so they weren't that scary right yeah. like it was always like that was How like the, the, the rec room were you too tall oh no there was tall there was tall See, eight, eight foot ceilings are fine but I remember we had one place that was not a finished basement and I used to have to go down because that's where the big freezer was. Yeah. Remember like back in the day, like your parents would have like a big freezer ju just for meat yeah. that you kept in the basement, right? Like nobody does that anymore, right? <laughs> My dad does, does too. He? Actually, yeah. no. My parents do. Do they? Yeah. yeah. They have one of those giant chest yeah. freezers with like, oh my God, I can't even tell you Shrimp the amount of food that's in there. Yeah. So great. But I remember I was always curious and puzzled as to why my old man installed it at the very back of the basement. Like there was the outlet, <laughs> it was the outlet at the very, very back yeah. of the basement. So you had to go through the entire basement just to get to this thing. And when you're already scared, right? Opening up a freezer in a dark basement is as terrifying or even more than just being alone in the oh, dark yeah. basement. Like you open it with your eyes closed, yeah. right? Just in case. Just, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> but I would, I would 100%, uh, if it's, if when you're a kid, if it's a difference between attics or basements, I would 100% say yeah. basement. What about, like we grew up, I grew up in a really old house built in the 20s in, with my dad and he had one of those octopus furnace, furnaces down in the basement that had fire in it and stuff and that was freaky as hell as well. <laughs> <laughs> an octopus furnace? What is an octopus furnace? It was a furnace that had like... Are you sure you're not like thinking of that scene in Home Alone when Kevin goes down to the basement it was a, and he sees his furnace? Similar. It was like it has the face, right, with the flames and stuff and then the octopus, all of the pipes going up to the house. Oh, so a furnace. But, but they call it an octopus furnace. Oh, okay. Never heard of that before. Every week you'll see on uh, Instagram, at Kiss925, we'll post Ask Roz and Mocha, the, uh, the photo, and then that is where you load up your uh, most ridiculous or um, your most curious questions that you want answered and uh, we'll also get one of you to ask your question with us on the phone oh, as well. Morgan Freeman here. Can you validate my parking? <laughs> Shut up. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.